This episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter our offer code KINDAFUNNY to get 10% off your first purchase. Some of that reading was shaky. Nobody tell Colin. Squarespace, set your website apart. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg Miller, and today's Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Movement Watches. Kevin, hit it. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. I'm wearing my movement watch. There, look at that's a good zoom, Kev. Good job. Let me tell you about movement watches, ladies and gentlemen. First off, they're a great holiday gift. Don't be silly. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by getting rid of all the middlemen and selling online and getting rid of that retailer markup, they can get you the best possible price. They have classic design, quality construction, and stylized minimalism. There's over 500,000 watches sold in more than 160 countries. You can get $15 off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com slash greggy. This watch has a really clean design. Honestly, I get talked about all the time. At the wedding, I think the bride might leave her man and come home with me. I'm just kidding, Jen. That won't happen. Anyways, go to movementwatches.com slash greggy. That's mvmtwatches.com slash greggy. Join the movement. Like a laser. Can you make a laser come out of it, Kev? said yeah. that a bunch of times you're like why is he like morph so much <laughs> they wanted us to like morph that's why <laughs> morph morph do you remember that <laughs> what's up everybody welcome to the game over greggy show i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside the producer slash seducer nick scarvino hi greg Morph. <laughs> you a very, very Do you have the morph part? Of, uh, was that recorded or was that? Is that? Oh yes, for sure. I just just put the fucking intro on it and let it go into the morph thing. <laughs> morph. <laughs> morph. <laughs> Why was it? he was super into him? It was like really they're sad. Friends, they're morph. mutants, man. Wolverine understands yeah, the morph. The morph pride. comes back like way later when he's fighting yeah. like Mister Sinister. Spoilers. Weird. Spoilers on that yeah. one. Over here. The pure one, Tim Gettys. <laughs> this is a beautiful shirt. Sometimes Tim it is looks a beautiful good. shirt. If you're listening to the show, the day it goes live for Patreon users, you can get this shirt over on kindoffunny.com slash store because it's our Black Friday shirt. Yeah, there you go, Kev. That looks good. It's black on black. There yeah. you go. Thank you. The Jay-Z. Because I was going to say, you, you led with if you're listening. And I was like, oh, he's going to explain oh. this shirt for people who can't see it. And then no. you're just like, buy this shirt. No, if you're listening or watching on, on Friday that this is on Patreon, cool. Or if not... If you're listening to topic one on the Monday on the YouTube, the kind of funny Thanksgiving weekend shirt shirt extravaganza. Shirt extravaganza. I was gonna yeah. say shirtacular. Shirtacular. Oh, no. save shirt, that one for later though. Yeah, definitely. the shirt extravaganza is still going on, so you can get a whole bunch of the classic kind of funny shirts um, over at kindoffunny.com/store. This one might still be there. It's limited edition. I don't know how long it lasts. I don't. I, they didn't get the number. Out. 
Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Like kind of casual. They have a dope ass thing. It says there's no way you can see this, but it says limited tag, edition on the inside. It yeah. says limited edition. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Kev. That's right. Kind of crooked. Kind of crooked. That's our next site. Uh, Colin Moriarty off celebrating Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we often bring in guests. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the patreon.com slash kind of funny exclusive for the Game Over Gregor show. It's lately been one on one. When somebody's not here for a full on show, we usually bring in a guest. But I wanted to get intimate with you two. We've, done, yeah, we've done it just the three of us before. It's been a long time. It has, though. but it's it's always fun. It's a different dynamic. Exactly. Shake it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shake it up a little shake bit. Up. Shake it up. Shake it Do up. this. Do that piss shake. You know what I mean? Shake it up. Did you see? So months ago, maybe a year ago at this point, um, there was the Drake and um, Taylor Swift commercial where it was Taylor Swift running on the, the treadmill yeah, yeah, for the, the uh, yeah, future. Yeah. And then like she falls. falls yeah, and yeah. It's like, you love music. I don't remember what the fuck. Apple music, for. I think. Yeah, is it right. Apple music? I thought so. Something Maybe. iPod? No. Some shit. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They made the flip version of it where it's Drake working out, singing uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's cute. Awesome. That's, that's really awesome. cute. I like yeah. what they did there. Yeah. It was bad blood, but you know. You Shake like it bad off. blood now? I went off. The, I was segueing because we were talking about shaking it off. Sure. Mm. Uh, been a while since I heard shake it off. Yeah. Yeah. You want to stop the show and listen to it right now? Maybe. But yeah. Eh, I'll do it later. I remember the first time I heard that. You? That was a moment. I remember the first time I heard We're Never Getting Back Together either. Mm. And I was in the car. I was like, this sounds like Taylor Swift. And then it was. And I was like, what the fuck? There's new music from Taylor Swift. What's happening? What's How happening? did I miss this? I follow her on all the Instagrams and the social medias. Yeah. Where was it? They just drop shit out of the blue now. They don't like, like they're so big. They don't need promotion anymore. They're just like, hey, my Instagram is bigger than everyone else's shit. Yeah, just don't even it's give wild. a shit. Macklemore comes out with his album last year. Okay. Comes out with this thing. Has all the songs. He's dropping all the singles, doing all that stuff. Album's been out. Couple months. It's not even that old. He's already dropped two songs that aren't even on that album. Mm. Just bam. Here you go. Here you single, go. It's the single life, man. Everything. It is the single life. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Craziness. If you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy show each and every week. Three, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where we put the entire thing up early as an MP3 and a video and a whole bunch of other exclusive perks, goodies, and tears are there for your amusement. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we post the entire show topic by topic day by day until it goes up as one big MP3 and video. Tim, yeah. what's your topic? My topic is predicting superhero movies. Mm. Um, way over a year ago at this point. It was, it we was had this, long, I remember this. We had a printout. A long time ago, we had a printout with a whole bunch of movie posters, and we were looking at the future of what was then the future of superhero movies and kind of predicting which ones are going to be good, which ones are going to be bad, which ones are going to perform not well, even which happen. ones are not going to perform, which ones aren't going to happen. Because I remember saying Fantastic Four is going to be garbage, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four 2 is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Greg was right. Greg was motherfucking right. right. So pretty much uh, the, the reason I, I wanted to bring this up for this specific GOG show is because Colin's not here. Yes, sure. Colin doesn't really like these topics and doesn't really, you know. Like all he, I can tell you what Colin would say. They're all going to fucking suck and the bottom's going to fall out and... Anything else? No, that's right. That's that's that, that's pretty much it. Those are the two big talking. Yes, yeah, exactly. So it can't go on. He doesn't even say that. Yet. He's like the bomb is going to drop out. It's like well, it's been it's been going forever, and it's like zombies. Zombies have been going forever too. Yeah, they're yeah. still they're still going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. So oh God, Marvel zombie, oh, Marvel zombie movie indeed. Yeah, Damn. we're gonna get there. I know. <laughs> so. A big, a couple takeaways that we had last time were we were sure the Marvel movies were going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We were a little trepidatious about Ant Man okay. and Doctor Strange. Yeah. 
and Guardians of the Galaxy. God, this was done interesting. pro. Was this was ago. before Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, holy yeah, yeah, shit! Yeah. There's we I, are old. If I remember correctly, there was, we've done this topic ish twice. One was okay. officially, and I think that was after Guardians. Okay. Um, but there was another time we did it, and we mentioned Guardians and being like, I don't know. Okay. This seems like it couldn't work. Wow. But but we were still like. We were positive about it. We we're like, mm-hmm. we'll give it a shot. Sure. Like, but Ant Man, we we're like, I don't know. Like, we really don't give a fuck about Ant Man. When it got to Doctor Strange, we're like, Doctor Strange, get the fuck out of here with your magic bullshit. Um, but we were proven to be stupid for being so worried. Yes. They nailed it with all those movies. Um, then on the other Ant-Man side of that, fine. though, Ant Man was the first one that I felt was like a by the numbers thing. Yeah, was it great. was fun. Paul Rudd is awesome. The villain was garbage. It wasn't bad. The and story it was well. like whatever. Fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But are we just going by the blockbuster? Then the Transformer movie should win Best Picture. No, but I said it wasn't bad. And it did well. It's both of those because on the flip side, there's the DC movies, which great. They did well. Um, and they pretty much all went exactly how we <laughs> predicted they would. Um, Suicide Squad being the thing that I'd say we were most off about we because we were like, one. it has a chance of being really good. No, it didn't. No, it turned out to be the worst one. <laughs> that chance yeah. went away worst real one. quick. Yeah, if I, yeah, if if if, uh, if I spoke positively about that, I was just trying to be nice because I thought from day one, looking at that trailer, I'm like, this is not going to be a good movie. Like, this is not going to be good. And I think I remember saying that. It's true. Nick Nick talked a lot of shit about the trailers. You I looked like at him and I was like, I don't like, like the Harley one Quinn. Line, like none of the one liners hit. I thought that Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn didn't hit. Like it, none of it sold me in the trailer that this was going to be like a, a, a team that actually mixed well chemistry wise, and I was right. I was unfortunately right because I wanted that movie to be good. I wanted it to be a lot better than it. I heard there's an extra thirty minutes of that movie that I could see right now. Oh yeah, totally. The extended cut, a lot of lot of Jared uh, Leto stuff. Yeah, of course. longer scene of Fantastic. him fighting Batman. On Actually, the car. I thought he was the best part of the movie. I agree. Yeah, I liked him a lot. But uh, but yeah, so we, we all we're in the minority. We all agreed that Fantastic Four was going to suck yeah. and that there wouldn't be a Fantastic Four two, and that seems to be the truth. Although we don't know. See, I didn't think it was going to suck that badly, though. I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a train wreck. Now, I watched Fantastic Four, the one you're talking about, the Miles Teller Fantastic mm-hmm. Four and Michael B. Jordan. Um, it's not that the movie was terrible. It's just that it wasn't very much fun. And you can see that it was one of those, we need to come save this movie. So I watched that, and I'm like, I I watched it after, obviously, after they already canceled Fantastic Four 2. Um, but had I seen that in the theaters, I, w- I would have sworn. I'm like, oh, this is probably going to make enough money to, to warrant a sequel. Really? It wasn't that terrible. It wasn't any, in my opinion, any more or less entertaining than the other two Fantastic uh, uh Well, that's not saying much. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica Alba films. Michael Chiklis. She's wearing the bad, you know, the bad weird. contacts. And, and the Michael bad contacts. Yeah, the contacts were terrible. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was that was unfortunate. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, for, for this year, up until this point, I didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be. I, th- I thought it was a. That was a wild card. Could be fun because you got to love Chris Pratt. Would have swore that Doctor Strange was going to go the way of Thor um, in the dark world. But it did not. It went the way of Iron Man, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where are yeah. we at now? Well, so then the the other thing that uh, we were talking about was the X-Men movies. And that was one where mm. I'm not going to say we were wrong, but we weren't right. We didn't, well, know, we about, we didn't know about Apocalypse back then, though. We did. We knew it was did coming. We did. We, That's and the thing. I think people were looking we, forward we to it. We gave it the surefire, like, it's going to be good. And it was Brian Singer's back so, on track. Yeah, so that's yeah, the thing. The is X-Men like, that's where it's like, I'll, I'll give us partial Bad credit. Bad uh, but it, we didn't expect it to, to be bad. And we definitely didn't expect the Fox movies to have another like fail point, And they definitely did. Here's the thing about Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We've all seen Apocalypse. Yeah. Did you see it in theaters? I did. Did you see mm-hmm. You haven't seen it, period. Seen it. I saw it on a plane as I watch all my movies. Sure. And I didn't think it was that bad. 
Don't get me wrong, not good, but people were talking about it as if it was bad on the level of Fantastic Four on Batman and Robin. No, no, no. There's no, so no. much hyperbole now. I can't. Even, I get not liking Batman v Superman totally, but when people were like, "It's worse than Batman and Robin," I'm like, "That is bullshit. That's impossible." Very few things are worse than Batman and Robin. When you know, um, I I I liked Apocalypse. It just wasn't as fun and cool as the two that followed. That's the problem. Is like, inevitably, they were on track to make really good movies. And one of them was going to be not as good as the other ones. This one just kind of failed by such a wide margin that I think that it was it was very apparent that they're starting to derail very quickly. But the concept was cool, and the implementation was cool. It's just the kind of the third act kind of fails. Whereas I feel like the third act of Days of Future Past and and First Class was really strong and fun yeah. and really gave you kind of a sense of where those characters were going. Well, this one failed enough to drastically change the the path that Fox superhero movies are going. Mm-hmm. Um, they the there's rumors of them kind of rebooting the X-Men franchise yeah. entirely. There's a chance, we're crossing our fingers here, that they could work with Marvel like Sony did that with Spider-Man so to, to get that all going. So anyway, th- that's kind of the the tone that we're at here. Is like we, we kind of predicted that a lot of the DC movies may or may not happen mm-hmm. depending on how well Batman v Superman and um, Suicide Squad do. Uh, they both did really well commercially, did not do well critically. So... We're kind of in the, the middle on that. 12 hours ago, mm. Collider reported. I saw this when we were reading some other thing on Colin Gray Live today. Avengers and X-Men crossover is an impossibility, says Marvel's Kevin Feig. Much like, much like how Disney and Sony made a pact to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, some fans have been hoping for something similar regarding 20th Century Fox's X-Men and the Fantastic Four. The future of the Cinematic Mutants is a bit murky at the moment, and it's even worse for Marvel's first family. Unfortunately, Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige put the brakes on the chatter in a recent interview. Speaking with Variety about the pr- potential crossover, he said, quote, it's an impossibility at this juncture. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. At this juncture. But I mean, everyone said I it was know, an impossibility I remember for when it was supposed to be, be crazy for Spider-Man. I'm just yeah. saying like, hey, and we had a bad just quarter. So the comments got it all. And the hey. the thing with the Spider-Man thing is like that happened like overnight, oh, where yeah. it went from an impossibility mm-hmm. to well, we're doing it and there's partnerships. So that's the thing is like he is correct. Marvel has way too much on their plate. But if if Kevin were to oversee Fox making its movies and putting that in part of the universe as the reboot, I think they could make that happen. Sure. Um, but it's that, I mean it's, it's all a matter of money. It's all a matter yep. of, that, of that share. Who's going to well, get what? I, honestly, what I read between the lines on that with the the quote I just read right is the fact that I think he's saying he's taking a shot across the bow. Where I bet Fox is trying to play hardball of like you want this and you need this, and he's like we could fucking make another four thousand movies and never need yep. X Men. I'm sure yeah. they would love to have them, but yeah. they don't need them. And also the other thing to keep in mind is Deadpool had not happened yet uh, right. when we did our last topic, and well, we that's we a good all one to talk about now. We though. all expected that to be great, and it was, and it did super well. Uh, well I enough expected to it to again. be good. I didn't expect it to be like the best R-rated movie of all time. Like <laughs> as far as as far as the box office was concerned. I mean I think it is the highest yeah. grossing R-rated movie of all time. And that point. was another paradigm shift with all all those movies where now Logan is also coming out rated yeah. R. Um, be because of that. Deadpool. I, because I know movie. it won't be as so, fun, but it's it's gonna be dark. It's yeah, gonna be hopefully dark. dark so, all right, so let's, bloody. let's go through this list here. Pass because there is a fuck ton yeah. of superhero movies. A fuck movies ton of superhero movies. Still to come. Yeah. And what are we talking about if they're going to be good? We're making our predictions again. Uh, this is your predictions episode. Yeah, it's predictions of, of will it be good? Will it perform well? Uh, and, and of course, it's all relative. So will it perform well compared to the other movies in its franchise? Okay. And uh, will, and how will it change things going forward? And will, face it, will it even cinema. happen or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one up. And we're not we're not talking about Incredibles or Power Rangers, which you could argue are superhero movies. We're talking about DC, Marvel, superhero movies, the things, the top two. Lego Batman, 
Oh, Le- oh the Lego gonna, Batman movie looks that's awesome. Gonna kill. That's yeah. gonna kill. It's gonna kill. I think it's gonna be good. The trailer didn't sell me too it much. It sold me actually. Before I, the second trailer, the one we just saw when I saw Arrival, where, where he t- tears off his pants, uh, like, he's like running. Yeah, I think mean, that, that was the same trailer. trailer. But I, I, there's something about seeing it on the big screen it, with the audience and everyone getting into it. I'm like, I'm into this. I'll watch this now. Yeah, the I trailer, love love the Lego Movie. Yeah, but Lego Batman, I'm like, mm. I want to love it. I love the stylish of it all. But something about the trailer, I'm with you. The beats aren't hitting exactly yeah. right. I, I think it's gonna do really well, and I think mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. I'm the, super excited. Had, I can't wait. That Lego Dimensions fun pack, ooh. or I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. That Lego Dimensions story pack that looks fucking awesome. They had get me the at the. They had me at the poster get the for uh, Lego Batman when it said, "Always be yourself, unless you can be Batman," which I'm like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, um, well, that's this year still. December? No, no, it's February 10th, 2017. We're done this year. Okay. No one's going up against movies. Rogue One in December. Yeah, Rogue One like screw owning it. that shit. We, and we all agree that one's gonna be garbage. First off, now superhero movie. Second off, I know, I know, fuck no, you no, and no. everything you stand for. I'm just for. saying Gary Widow wrote it. Mm, mm, mm. I'm, I'm kidding. I love Gary Widow. Come back and eat your spotted dick. It's in my cupboard still, Gary. Logan is the next superhero movie. Yeah. March 3rd, 2017. This is a tough one. So rated R, Hugh Jackman's last X-Men movie, mm-hmm. or last movie as Wolverine. Wolverine. Who's directing that? Ooh, I'll look know. it up. You guys keep talking. Um, Jessica Alba. Yes. But yeah, rated Just R. It, it seems to be uh, a movie that is in direct reaction to all of, of Apocalypse and all that, where they're mm-hmm. like, all right, you know what? Let's get away from the, the timeline nonsense. This movie seems to be standalone enough and far ahead in the future. Um, it's obviously going to be in one oh, of the yeah, timelines. James but yeah, yeah. James Mangold? James Mangold, yeah. Who's that? He did uh, The Wolverine and mm-hmm. Oh, did he? to Yuma. 310 to Yuma, I enjoyed. He's a good director. Oh, he did Walk the Line, too. Yeah, he did Walk the Line. Jason Girl he's a good director. Okay. He, he oh. could do this. This one is real hit or miss. I'm not sure. Because they keep fucking up Wolverine movies. Well, he did the good standalone Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. The what? It wasn't terrible. Exactly. It wasn't X-Men Origins. Where like, I'll get shot with a magic bullet in the forehead and then suddenly can't remember shit, even though I have the regenerative process. Through the head with this animadium bullet. How would that erase my brain? I just have a bullet in my brain that I would heal around, right? That doesn't... Take it out. This isn't a very surgical procedure. I don't know why you're doing this. I'm going to walk for a long time because that chick told me to walk. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Logan, I'm... You, it, we've been burned so many times. Mm-hmm. I've been burned on the standalone Wolverine movies. You know what I mean? Even, the, and that's what I'm saying, the Wolverine looked awesome. Yeah. Right? It was supposed to be the Wolverine story we'd wanted cool. forever. And then, like you're always talking about, and I, you know that I'm not one of these film guys. I don't know all the film oh my stuff. God. <laughs> we got to the third act, yeah. as you would say, mm-hmm. where there's just a giant and robot samurai. No and it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? It was good up yeah. to then. And then they cut the thing with him opening the box and having a suit in there. Leave the fucking scene in there. You remember this? Yeah. I thought that wasn't that. Deleted scene. deleted scene. Oh, oh. Give me yeah. what I want. Give me the yellow and brown suit. Yeah, yeah I don't know why they're going to do that. La- it, was his, it turned out that was going to be his last one as Wolverine, Wolverine, we know. Right. Because now Logan in some weird future. Weapon X in uh, Apocalypse. So I just, I feel like it's it's going to be an interesting, I think it's going to be a mixed, ba- a mixed bag. I don't think they're going to be able to hit the level of intensity that they need to hit with that rated R movie because I just don't think that. I don't know balls. that Jackman. What's that? They have the balls to like. Oh, I think they have the balls. I just think that Jackman's been playing that character for so long in a certain way that I just don't think. And this is me just judging off of the. You haven't seen it yet, but there's a scene spoilers with Weapon X in uh, X Men Apocalypse, and that's supposed to be intense. Granted, it was a PG thirteen film, but it was supposed to be intense, and it comes off really like it just doesn't come off as like mm. as as powerful and violent as it's supposed to be because I just don't feel like Jackman. It was awesome. It was by far the best part of that movie. It was cool, but it, 
I just feel like they need to, like, when I think of what a Wolverine movie should be, like, I think that it should be probably the most violent thing you've ever seen. Like, I, f- I feel like it should be on the level of, of, like, intensity and shock value as, like, RoboCop or something like that, right? Where you're like, fuck, that was messed up. Like, if yeah, they're, if they're ever going to do dick. a Weapon X story, like, it has to be so visceral and so fucked up. Like, it's a combination of RoboCop and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Because that's, ha- that's what's happening in his brain. I just don't think that they're going to go there. Yeah, I'd like them to, but I just don't think they were going to. They I mean, would have when Darren Aronofsky was supposed to remember back in the day. He was supposed to do the Wolverine movie. Yeah. That would have been fucking that insane. Been you figure? I mean, they awesome. could learn and listen from all this, right? And like, we get out of the Logan or the Jackman universe or right. whatever. They reboot it, and then yeah, okay, let's let's give them a very very visceral thing. But it's the problem is that for better or worse, the X Men. The, like the runaway most popular all the time is Wolverine. Yeah, and do you really sure. want to cut that off and not can't have kids it. dressed as Wolverine yeah, and buying the toys do and doing all these different yeah. things? That's that's the problem. Like that that character really warrants the the sort of uh, you know Walking Dead treatment where it's like let's take mm. the kitty gloves off, let's make this fucked up because that's Wolverine. He's a very flawed character. When you make him, and that's always been my problem with Hugh Jackman. It's not his fault. It's the direction of what they needed to do to market him. Is that he's always the happy. He's kind of like the he's the PG thirteen Wolverine. Yeah. Well, the good news is. They're literally changing the name to Logan. You know, it's like yeah. literally this isn't Wolverine. This is Logan. So I think they're allowed to kind of go a little farther in terms of the kids, you know, the parents getting pissed off or mm-hmm. whatever. Because it is a it's a different character. Sure, sure. Um, and the trailer looks super awesome. I love the Last of Us vibe yeah. that it has going. And I feel like it is grown up enough and different enough. And it seems like uh, disjointed from the comic booky X-Men universe that I'm like, I believe in it. I do believe in it. Uh, it, it really, I think, depends on will... Is if it's good or not will depend on how well it does. It won't do as well as Deadpool, and so I think in that sense it'll be a commercial failure um, for Fox. Like it's right. not going to be the hit that they need it to be. Um, yeah, I yeah, want to believe. Agree. I just can't. Next remember up, how, remember in Origins how bad his claws look yeah, when really he lives in the mirror. Like they weren't good. CG. Guardians Volume Two, May fifth, twenty seventeen, with Kurt Russell as Ego. Gonna be awesome. Yeah, run away. Enough said. Definitely believe in that. I'm man. there. Midnight James Gunn, come on now, son. That see the, the the question is can it be can it come close to being as good and fun as Guardians of the Galaxy one and I think it can really yeah why not so the thing is Marvel doesn't have the best track record with, with sequels sequel of the with, ensemble with cast. number two or yeah. sequels of anything really yeah. like I think uh, Captain America is the only sequel that was good Winter Soldier was a sequel right yeah and then three was Civil War Civil right? War so. Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, awesome. Thor. Iron Man 2, mm, not so awesome. Thor 2, not so awesome. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, so awesome. not, so, not awesome. so awesome. So we'll see. We'll but I mean, it's still see, Guardians. Though, but I mean, I feel like they can do a lot more with Guardians. That's the thing is, I think you still have James Gunn there. You still have the yeah. cast there. They get what the humor is because they got to build it. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to have, you already know the soundtrack's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have all these zany, wacky adventures, whatever, with jokes between each other. And I, I think it'll be that, like, you already see some of it where it's, um, I forget his name, Rooker's character, the blue guy with the mohawk or whatever who can mm-hmm. whistle and shoot the thing around, interacting with them and actually being out yeah, there. So being one new, of the team members. There's a new dynamic there. Now yeah. Groot's the small guy. Like I think they're going to have a lot of fun with it. I think they have so many fun toys in that box to play with. It's going to be cool. Because it wasn't... C- to compare it, you mentioned group ensembles and did your little Nick wink. You know what I mean? There it is. Uh, the thing here is that watching Guardians wasn't the same as watching Avengers, whereas when they do this, we always talk about when they spin around the mm-hmm. Avengers, the group shot, you're like, here we are, finally here after all these years. Whereas with Guardians, from the get-go, you're like, who are all any of these fucks? The fuck these and then they all got together, and you're like, oh, okay, great. But it wasn't like, I was like, oh, man, well, the best part of Guardians is when they got together and fought that thing. It was when they went off and did crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wonder Woman, June 2nd, 2017, directed by Patty Jenkins. As far as I know, first female-directed superhero movie. 
Mm, okay. I know for DC for sure, I'm not sure about Marvel, but I think that's correct. That sounds right. That sounds right. Kev's shape nodding his head. He's got a he's got all the world's knowledge at his fingertips, but he's gonna nod and pick his nose a little bit. That's what we're gonna <laughs> um <laughs> He's not looking You're up. my favorite, Kev. I I'm cautiously looking forward to this film. I, I'm mm-hmm. cautiously uh not apprehensive. What's the opposite of apprehensive? Optimistic. optimistic. Thank you. I'm cautiously apprehensive. apprehensive. Uh, I'm optimistic. I like the way the trailer looks. I'm a huge, huge fan of both Chris Pine and Gal Gadot. Gadot. I never say your name right. That's how big of a fan I am of hers. Um, it looks fun. It looks cool. The action looks good. It, I mean, I'm sure the story is very predictable, but the trailer got me, and that's something that uh, DC movies up until this point haven't yet. Well, Fuck, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. Every DC movie's trailer has gotten me up to this point, with the exception of uh, uh, Suicide Squad, which I thought was just going to be a pile of dookie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested in Wonder Woman. I'm more excited for it than I am a lot of the other DC movies at this point. But it's I don't think it's going to be good. I wanted to. I think it has a chance at being good. I don't think it has a chance of being great. And that's a worry. I think it has a chance of being the first good, like start to finish, like okay, well put together. DC film. See, I feel like at best it's going to be as good as Man of Steel. That's not bad though. Man I mean, of Steel wasn't a bad movie. Like everyone has to stop giving that movie such so much hate. It just wasn't excellent. It wasn't what the trailer led us to believe. It wasn't the Superman movie you expected yeah. it to be. That was the problem. Like that was the problem. If I had seen that in a in a vacuum where I'm like, oh, Superman movie, cool, and I just started watching, it, I'm like, that was pretty cool. I've watched it three times. Yeah. yeah. It, every time I get to that part where he's like, a, de- de- a good death is its own reward. I'm like, I don't understand why any of this is happening. Like, why did it, you know, but cool, you know, and then it gets to the end and I'm like, he saved her. Great. I'm going to get some popcorn. Um, you get the popcorn after the movie? I get popcorn all the way through, maybe all the way through. Um, I, sorry, I got off on a tangent there, but I think Wonder Woman's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun movie. I think it's going to build nicely into the into the DC movies. And I think we'll remember this one, hopefully, with fondly a year from now when we go back yeah. and do this again. Yeah, I'm interested. I, I'm very impressed by the fight choreography in both the trailers. I've been like, cool. holy shit. Like, the action looks like it's shot different and choreographed different than anything else we've seen, which I think goes a long way because these movies at this point, we've seen it all. So to see something new is nice. Um, but the humor, I'm not down with. Like, that, the zinger at the end of the trailer... Where it's just like, I like the first how are you supposed to fight in this? And then the, she's like, oh, I like to, the fisticuffs. The fisticuffs Shut the fuck up. I like the like, first why one. Why is this in the movie? The first one when they did the whole, like, that's slavery or whatever. Oh, I like her. And they walked away in the first Wonder Woman trailer. I enjoyed. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's a good zinger. A good stinger, as they say. And then, yeah, the fighting one at the end there. I was like, mm, it's why like, do we oh, force this? So why cringy. are we forcing this one right here? Yeah. I'm terrified about Wonder Woman. Because it's either going to go one on one. I'm concerned on the level that I feel... They learned their lesson with Batman v Superman. Okay, that was too dark. People didn't want that. We need to have some fun with this. But Wonder Woman was already in production, mm-hmm. nearly done by that point. So are they fucked and they're trying to shove reshoots in it? Or are they going to just let it ride? Or maybe it never was that dark, but who knows? And then the trailers for me personally don't excite me. I'm not, I, I mean, I love Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be there. I love DC, obviously. Sure. But nothing about him are making me. I mean, I, I, the fights look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like her outfit. I, lo- I like Gal. I like Chris Pine. But even watching them interact, I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not yeah. a big fan of this setting. I'm not a big fan of Wonder Woman's origin in general. I've never really seen it well done as a comic book reader, I feel. I've mm-hmm. never read a book and been like, oh, man, yes. But then again, it's just because I just don't think I care about gods and goddesses and, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. and Zeus and, like, magic is always such a holdup for me in, at both universes. Yeah, With your the, theme song, though. Dun, dun, dun. So, I mean, I'm stoked for that, but I'm also... I, I also bet what's going to happen is it's going to be... It'll be the first... 
good DC movie that everyone universally agrees and I won't like it. I'll just be like, didn't work for me. Really? <laughs> this sucks. I can't be on board with anything. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. I think, I think I all of us so. are going to watch it and be like, that was good. That I, was cool. My main thing is I, fe- I worry about being shell-shocked and like, you know, now I'm just like very, like you're saying, cautiously apprehensive about everything. <laughs> Where it's like, I don't know, man. Like I, what you think, I think DC nails the trailers. Trailers they generally nail for all these movies. Where I watch those trailers, I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. I can't wait for this. So for, for me, like, there's when I watched the original Batman v Superman trailer, I was like, something's off here, right? And I knew I knew that movie was going to be a little bit of a jumbled mess. Like there were great well, scenes. We knew in it, that from the announcement, right? I mean, great scenes in it, but then you see the trailer and you're like, there's just a lot of stuff going on in here, and a lot of these elements don't mix. Like to to put it in a cooking analogy, it's like just throwing everything in the kitchen that you possibly can into a pot and hoping to got it tastes good, and then. The, the trailer is just a little bit of spoon that you put in front of Tim and he goes, he does that thing where he looks like a, like a cat where he's like, no, I don't want that. No, no, I don't want that. Um, Suicide Squad, we obviously saw everyone saw the trailer and you got, you were stoked about it. So your your revisionist not, history on this terrible. Suicide Squad trailer, we were all like, that looked fun. No, that no he's not. He was never I down. No, like I know, but he said everybody yeah. for a oh. second there. I'm saying, I'm dialing it back right. here, chief. But what I'm saying is, I look at the Wonder Woman trailer, I'm like, this looks like at least a cohesive film. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's going to have a definitive beginning, middle, and end. There's one character that we have to worry about, and Chris Pine, who is going to be the love interest, which is good. It's fun to see that role reversal. And the action looks cool. That's all I need. Really, that's all I need. Like, I'll put it on. It's probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, the best we can hope for. It's going to be Thor. Yeah. And, and I'm that, okay with honestly, that. Honestly, that okay is with the that. best we can hope for. Yeah. And I liked Thor. I liked to see that chemistry. We'll see how it goes. I think the fact that it looks like Captain, so much like Captain America to me, and I wasn't a big Captain America yeah. fan. It's just like, yeah, right. I wasn't either for Cap 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had its moments, mm-hmm. and I liked, you know what I mean? Like, it did a good job of establishing who Captain America was. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming. Fuck July yes. 7th. Hell yeah. I think that's going to do super fucking well. And I think yeah, it's, it's going to be a good movie as the well. I'll say it right now. There's no way it can be bad. Wow. Why would you say that? Wow. I think so too. It's going to be awesome. Tom Holland is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Spidey suit is awesome. They seem like they're nailing everything about it. They're going the spectacular route. They're killing it. What does that mean? The interior it's route. The, the age, high school. Ah, yeah, okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my question for you, Tim, as the biggest Spider-Man mm. uh, uh, aficionado in the house do you think this is like okay? Finally, we're going to be on. I mean, on on the right, you know, uh, a train as far as Spider Man is concerned, because we've rebooted this already twice. Do you think this is it? Like third times the charm? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's under Kevin Feige. That's all that I need to know to yeah. believe in this. And we've already seen this character. Yeah. We've already seen him in the world. He's so good and, and it's fantastic. War. Everything about it's like, oh shit, this is this is what Spider Man should be. Which is something that I. The, the Sam Raimi movies, God bless them for their time. Even Spider-Man 2. People love Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man I loved Spider-Man 2. I no longer love Spider-Man yeah, 2. You've gone back Watching and watched it now, like, now that we've gotten so much other stuff, I'm like... It's hard. It's very dated. It, it's very hard. And also, it's just like, Tobey Maguire at no point was Peter Parker. Never. Spider-Man in those movies at no point was Peter Parker Spider-Man. He was just the guy that had Spider-Man's powers. Like, it never... It had all the drama, and it had all the, like, you know, his, his fight with Harry and Mary Jane and, like, the dynamics between there. Like, cool, you got the drama down, but they never nailed the fun, ever. Whereas, I think the Andrew um, Garfield... Garfield. It's confusing. Uh, not, not Goldfarb. <laughs> um, movies. We're setting that up. They... Those movies could have been fucking spectacular mm-hmm. if they weren't trying to build a universe. That was the problem. They got way too ambitious. They, they were just, they had to chase this thing of there's going to be a Sinister Six movie. Then there's going to be a Venom movie. Yeah. Then there's going to be a Mary Jane solo movie or, or Aunt May solo movie. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. Stop. 
just make a movie. Yeah. If they had just done that, I think those movies would have been great because he was fantastic. Peter Parker was more Peter Parker than he's ever been. The Spider-Man was making quips. The action was great. So Emma much Stone was good. Great. Emma Stone was fucking awesome. So much was good. Yeah. And then they just kind of went overboard. See, it's so, so funny to me that you guys say that. Like, I remember watching the first one thinking, wow, they really nailed that. Like, I liked that movie a lot. And then the second one, I'm like, it was a little, it was a sequel. Like, it was, you know, 50% less than the other one, but I still enjoyed it. Um, I mean, 50% is harsh. 20% less than the first one, which is to say probably yeah. disappointing for you guys. Um, and then I got I went came and like started looking at comments and talking to you, and you're like, I, I just don't like any of those movies. I'm like, no, I that's I don't get it. Not me. That's not my sense on those. Well, movies. I just mean like I you like those movies. I oh, like, okay, so I, you do like them. I actually like them way more than anyone else does. Like me and Kevin, both of us agree that the amazing, amazing Spider-Man two, it has its issues, and we're not blind to them. But it, I thought that it nailed the. The comic feel, again, going back to Batman v Superman, the thing I liked about it is that it does feel like you're reading a comic book and like there's a bunch of cameos and this villain and these characters are here for a second. And you don't need to understand why unless you've read their series as well. Sure. And it's a lot. But Amazing Spider-Man 2 felt like the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, and that, that there was a million bad guys and, oh, Rhino's only here for three seconds and whatever. But it's like... That's fucking. That's it's cool. cool, but it doesn't make a good movie. That was. I mean, I, that I feel similar to Apocalypse, where I, I went and saw Amazing Spider-Man one in theaters too, mm-hmm. and I remember when the lights came up, being like, "Oh, that was fine. That was fun, but it's it. It was getting it for it was you know it should have been. I love Spider-Man so much, and it should have been for me a standout because I was such uh one and Spider-Man one and two fan of Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's work. You know what I mean? Of like, and I read, read the comics, watched the cartoons, did all stuff like I, I like Spider-Man. When the lights came up, I was like, "Oh, it sucks." That, that was just. Another superhero film. It was fun, but I don't remember anything super positively. And so then I never saw two in theaters, heard everybody didn't like it, that it was going to fuck up the entire franchise, and then eventually watched it on an airplane. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, this was totally fun. This was fine. Like, it's... I don't... I I thought that... But I understand that it was... Jamie Foxx's, you know, nerd is over-the-top nerdy and all this other shit. And it was... But it was like... He's, got, he's fucking made electricity or whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the movies had a lot of flaws, but I think that what they nailed is the thing that's most important to me was that Andrew Garfield was fucking awesome as Peter Parker and Spider-Man yeah. together. And that is why I believe in these movies so much because Tom Holland is also doing that. So hopefully we'll see. these movies we'll keep see. that up. Uh, so the next up is Untitled Fox Marvel film on October 6th. So what that Not means happening October 6th. is it's either going to be an X-Men movie or a, a Fantastic Four movie or the Gambit movie or Deadpool something mm-hmm. or other or is whatever. Is Channing Tatum supposed to be? Channing Tatum is doing a Gambit movie that's way down TBA. It was supposed to be last year, got pushed back to this year, then it got pushed to just TBA. Right. So we'll see if that ever happens. I don't. This October Fox movie not happening. Mm-hmm. In a year they're going to pull a superhero movie out of their ass. No way. Yeah. Not happening. Um, then Thor Ragnarok, November 3rd, 2017. I can't wait for that. I'm excited. That's the problem, right? Is that like Thor one and two were like, eh, whatever Thor. I don't Thor, really care. Thor one. I thought was surprising cause I didn't give a fuck about Thor. Yeah. And I went out of that like, huh? I kind of think Thor's okay. Yeah, I like Thor. I mean, if that, yeah, sure. I kind of felt that way too. I mean, like, I loved it when he smashed his beer, but it was just like weird. And it was also the same thing at the time. And that was like our first real introduction to magic as well in that universe, mm-hmm. where like, I'll it's never not, forget in that small it's town. Not magic, it's science. Shut up. In that little, th- in that town when the other three Norse gods were walking down the street. And I was like, that looks so fucking fake in real, in the real world, the way they're and I'm like, ah, that fuck. was also because of the way it was shot. I stand by the fact that as much as I love Kenneth Branagh, 
as a uh, as a Shakespearean actor and for his work and everything else he's done, I did not like the direction of that movie. But what I think where it excelled and where I'm excited to see if they can get back to is I love the chemistry between him and Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. I thought that relationship. I was like, this is one of the best relationships I've seen in this in this universe up to this point. Granted, there was only four movies before it, but. I love watching those two act on screen. I love Chris Hemsworth. Just take your shirt off and make out with Natalie Portman in front of me, and you get my money. There you go. And also add the Hulk and potentially Doctor Strange. And they're talking about it being like a buddy cop, buddy cop, buddy cop, like, and directed by the people that did uh, When You're in Shadows. Oh, oh, the guy that did uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, what we do. In the I, shadows. I can never say his name, but he's fucking What's awesome. What's the rumor? Isn't the rumor like the first fifteen minutes? There's no dialogue. It's Hulk getting shot into space or something, and then he lands and he runs and then he runs around a corner and runs into Thor, and like that's the start of the movie. Haven't heard that. That's what I'm right. I'll try. I'll that's fucking awesome. Wait, are they doing like Planet Hulk style stuff? Or yeah, I'm t- this is an old yeah, rumor I heard. It, 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 it sounds like it's inspired by that. Oh, awesome. Well, that kind of makes sense, right? Because yeah. the last time they, we saw him, he was like flying away, flying himself away. Uh, Justice League, November 2017. <laughs> it's going to kill numbers wise. It's not going to get good reviews. No. The trailer that I that stuff they released. I was like, this looks awesome. This is what I want to see. And I know that I'm totally the DC fanboy or whatever. Yeah. I enjoyed Batman v Superman. Take it with a grain of salt, whatever. But like that interaction between him and the Flash, I thought was awesome. The uh, the Aquaman confrontation. I'm like, I want to see all this. play I, this out. Yeah. My thing. I do too. Like how much of it? Greg. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm still trying to find the my, my thing about the Thor thing. How much of it do you think is that we're still reeling from the Nolan universe? And that people just don't understand the vibe of this versus they I mean, granted, they haven't really nailed it that much. But like this will be the first one we see where it's it is that sort of like kind of plucky like Affleck's kind you're not sure if he's trying to act or not the entire time. But it's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I give him two more movies where I'm like, I get it. They will fail with me, right? Where at first I didn't like Will Ferrell. I was like, no. I don't get this guy's humor. And then finally I watched Anchorman for like the 15th time. And I'm like, I get it. I get what they're going for here. here I have a question for you, Tim. Yes. How many more superhero movies are on this? There's a lot. 74. Here's what I want to do. This is going to be an unheard of thing. Yeah. I think we could make, we'll make a break right here. Because topic two, we're, we're flirting with about. Ooh, and I okay. think we can okay. apply topic okay. two to everything else we go through. And we can pick up right here okay. with what we're talking about with the DC universe. Sure. All right. All right, that topic was brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, (coughs) oh, God, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Now, as you all know, Nick Scarpino, bless his heart, years ago, made kindoffunny.com. The original kindoffunny.com was Squarespace. It was a big help to us, and I'll tell you why. First off, it was easy. Creating your website with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. Uh, it's got free custom domains. That's right. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive the custom domain for free. Plus, it has beautiful templates. Design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace, award-winning templates, customizable settings, and more. All without a single plugin. And did I mention, ladies and gentlemen, and I know I didn't because I'm just reading right down the page, that Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming your question, one of the team is always online to assist you. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code KINDAFUNNY, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. They didn't say to like extend it like that. I just did it because I thought it sounded epic. So topic two, yes, comes. I was literally just texting from Patreon.com slash kind of funny, where our good friend Aziz, of course, Aziz! hit us up with a topic. He supported us for a month, got his topic on the air, and his topic is how far can goodwill 
or bad will affect a future project. He says, e.g. movie, show, games. He has a bunch of examples, right? Uh, Inafune seems to have lost the goodwill he ever had with this this year with the release of Mighty Number no. 9 and Recore. How far how will this affect his things, his future projects? Uh, then he says, because of Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, people are not as excited. Or, I'm sorry, people are not excited and more pessimistic about the upcoming Wonder Woman Justice League movies. Parentheses, which is crazy, but understandable. How far do you think this will affect DC? And then he goes on to Marvel. And like, so now we're, we're right in yeah. the same wheelhouse here. So that's the the I am I and when it comes to popular opinion on the mm-hmm. DC cinematic universe mm-hmm. and me giving them rope and like no 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 they're trying to be grounded Batman v Superman is going to play on that you're allowed to laugh you're allowed to I, smile I, I, I know I see yeah. you fighting it Good. but like that like that was always my thing right of like you were disappointed Man of Steel fine the trailers for Batman v Superman look like they're addressing that head on that's an awesome thing and then what I kept saying right is that Suicide Squad would be the most important movie in the DC cinematic universe because it would be the first one removed from Snyder mm-hmm. and for them to say no 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 it's not Snyder being stupid this is the universe you exist in right where it's darker and it's real and, it's dark, and that totally didn't work out you know what I mean like the movie sucked on its own without Zack Snyder being at the helm of it, right? So I do feel that I worry that Wonder Woman, I, I think there's goodwill behind Wonder Woman that'll benefit it because not Snyder, everybody like, every, you know, every, it seems like it's like Wonder Woman was awesome in Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. We liked her. We liked Gal. We want to see what she's going to do with the character. Okay, we'll go do that. I still think it's going to struggle a bit. And then I think Justice League is going to, review it's 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 interesting because i do think that in a lot of ways and not for suicide squad but and i'm not even trying to play like fucking internet commenter here stick with me but i do think that dc's been behind the eight ball from ever there's been bad will behind them forever Mm -hmm. you're just copying marvel you're late to the game why are you doing this so every time they come out they are a nickel and dime for everything they do wrong and they do a lot wrong don't get me wrong but these movies get put under the microscope and really fucking torn apart whereas like I criticized Civil War, right? And it was like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm like, okay, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I think it's a good movie. Fine. It just wasn't for me. But it's mm-hmm. like, there is that dichotomy. And I think there is goodwill infused with that. I think Justice League has a ch- chance to be better than the rest critically and uh, uh, received by the community. Because I think it's going to be what people always want. And that's hat in hand, you were right. It's going to be Zack Snyder and the cast. They're going to have to answer this question on every fucking interview they do from here until the Justice League 2, probably, mm-hmm. of, hey, we heard you loud and clear. You you didn't like what we were doing. You didn't like this. We're making it lighter. We're putting humor in there. This is written from... This is this is planned from ground zero that mm-hmm. way, rather than Suicide Squad, where it was like, oh, fuck, there's there a bad reaction there. Let's get some reshoots in there. Let's try to fix this movie and give people what they want, even though it's too late. I think them coming out and saying that and being like, we listened and we're working on it, and this is what... I think people are going to go in there more inclined to give them a chance, whereas I think Batman v Superman was... No, 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 fuck you. Man of Steel was Man of Steel, and this is Batman v Superman. It's going to be Batman v Superman. Suicide Squad is going to be Suicide Squad. Oh, fuck, it can't be do this. No, it's too late. Mm-hmm. You're too late on trying to build your universe. You're doing it too fast. You're too late on trying to put this humor in there. Don't do it. I think if they come out, this is their first chance to walk out and be like, all right, we've heard everything you've said. This is our answer. Let's go from here. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think it's it's possible. I think, I, and don't get me wrong, it very well might not be. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the other side in terms of the goodwill, bad will thing. I just think yeah. that like they've they've fucked up so badly that the in terms of will that Justice League is dead on arrival in terms of people's thoughts. Everyone's going to go into that. And you're talking about the microscope. I feel like it's, it's not even so much a microscope as much as just looking 
like making sure you have glasses on. Like, because it's when you're talking about the Marvel movies, uh, you get criticized because people go into the Marvel movies based on their track record of um, how good's this one going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whereas people go into the DC movies, how, how bad, bad is this, this one going to be? be? Yeah, yeah. So it's totally just a different lens. So being critical of Civil War, people are going to be extra hard on you because you're going the, the other way. Sure. And like being positive about the DC movies, you're facing the, the yeah, other thing. Going against there. the crowd. Going and against uh, the crowd. it's it's just hard because those it's those movies are set up to be what they are. And I don't think that Zack Snyder or any of them are going to change this single thing. I don't think there's a hat in hand at all. I, I mean, they already are, did with like that. I mean, like the the long footage of Justice League was pair was the what came out a week and a half after that studio set visit they brought a bunch of journalists to and there they were saying that like we want you to watch us film this in this Bruce Wally scene we're trying but i mean i think that that's it's marketing oh, Barry, sorry, i think Barry. it's marketing less than actual we're changing the movie you know instead yeah. of actually fixing the problems they're just saying hey but look at this you know it's it's more of a distraction than an answer and i i just think that like there's at this point because of the because they've spent so long building this universe they're fucked. Like they're already down this path. You can't all of a sudden change things. Like we're talking about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Like it's been so long that him being the Wolverine that we need him to be is impossible. In the same way, it's like with Justice League. Well, now there's a whole bunch of characters that are going to be together. This is going to be Batman v Superman too. Like there's no way around that. No way. Yeah. And it's the question is going to be: Is it better than Batman v Superman or not? It's not going to be. Is this movie good? There's like very few people out there believe that this movie could be good. I think. I think that audiences hold grudges up until the point where you give them something really good. So if for any reason Batman Justice League was just by some miracle, I don't think it will be, but by some miracle fucking amazing, I think you would get every single person back on board on that train ASA like like that. I just don't think that like I you see time and time again people try things or they or they fail at these projects. And yeah, people love to hate. But you know what we love even more than that? Redemption. We love redemption. Mm-hmm. We love seeing that champ get knocked the fuck out and then train real hard and then fight again. And did he win? We don't know, right? Well, we saw um, with the X-Men movies. Exactly. Did, That's right? a great point that I was thinking when you said that. Of like, how bad, you're like, how bad X3 was. Mm. And how I was like, fuck the X-Men movies. Not like Over I made writer. posts and went out and picked yeah. it or something. But then first class came around and you're like, oh, fuck. But there's differences, though. And the difference there is that was a reboot. That was a different set of directors. Mm. And that was after a significant amount of time. Not a reboot. Yeah, right. But it, it was a reboot. Kind of, yeah, but in their but, mind, well, no, they the were still building then, into the right? same. Days of Future Past then rebooted that the kind of reboot. No, 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 no. First Class was a reboot of X-Men. It's just, it was still in the same timeline, but it was yeah. still a reboot of the franchise. See, that's, the, that's their problem right there, though, is they stupidly decided they were going to stick with the canon of the old one. They should have just completely rebooted it. But sorry, continue, get off tangent. Continue. But, but I mean, I... I mean, I think that First Class, like that universe, was definitely a reboot of the X-Men franchise. And yeah, it had nods here and there to the other stuff, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until Days of Future Past that they're like, cool, we can make this work in parallel universes because that's what comics do. And we're sure. at a point where audi- movie-going audiences can understand multiple uh, timelines. And like, this is Marvel 616, this is Marvel whatever the hell. As a casual fan, I didn't understand that. The I universes? thought Days of Future Past was a prequel to X-Men, the Brian Singer movies, and so I went through, and then when we got to Days of Future Past, no, well, it, is. He just, it is. It is. He's just saying it's sort of, they're taking some liberties with it, and they've just, they're trying to reboot it kind of, it's a reboot not in the most literal sense, but in a, hey, spiritual, we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, okay. kind of uh, You could watch First Class the, and not know anything about the other movies right. and still be fine. Sure. Like, okay. Totally fine. But and it still does play into the canon of the other movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, sure. still, it's still in the canon, but it's still a reboot. You know, and, and the um, 
Days of Future Past rebooted the timeline. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Where are we at? Agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, that look on your face like, I'm still confused. No, I got it. I yeah. just don't understand what the original argument does. Just go. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, then, yeah, I'm sorry. So continue. Deadpool 2 is the next one. January 12, 2018. Tim Miller here's, left the project. Here's an interesting one, right? This is going to be... This is going to be... A very, very, very interesting movie to keep your eye on because if it fails, that's it's going to be fascinating and people are going to point it, a lot well, of what, fingers at Ryan Reynolds and the producers of that movie. Well, what a definition of fail is what? Critically failing. Yeah. It's going to do numbers no matter what. It's going to do business no matter what because I think coming off of Deadpool – People are gonna go no matter what anyone says about it. They're gonna go. They're gonna. They're gonna flock to see it. Do you it. think more than Saw Deadpool one? Yeah, more than I think yeah. so. Yeah, because think about all this. Like, think about how many people you've you've talked to that wouldn't have even thought to see Deadpool one in theaters, and are now they watch it fan on, because they watched it on, yeah, on demand or yeah. on on HBO or whatever it's on. My wife included, where she was like, I, "Should I watch this Deadpool?" My sister told me to see it. I'm like, "Yeah, you should watch it. It's fucking cool." Mm-hmm. And she actually liked it. Will she go see it in the theaters? No, no, no. That's a that's a Tim and Greg movie. Yeah. Um, according to her, I like that. Actually, she still says Mike P movie, but she means you guys. That's Mike hilarious. P lives in LA. <laughs> Um, um, no, see, I think that it coming out in early 2018 is like perfect for it because any later, I think it would have been too far out, and there's mm-hmm. a chance that a lot of bad movies could happen that would cause people to be like, mm, I don't know. But I think that that's a perfect time. Deadpool two, I think, is still gonna see. Kill. That's what's interesting, and it goes back to the goodwill badwill thing. Is I don't know, I don't know how many. I don't think you could have enough bad superhero movies to do it because I feel like bad superhero movies right don't necessarily affect the universe or other superhero movies. They affect that franchise. Uh-huh. And that's what I think is happening with Deadpool where it's like, I love Deadpool. I've heard all my friends talk about Deadpool. Deadpool's coming back out. Hooray, hooray, hooray. We're going to go see it. We're going to go see it. And I think it's a goodwill thing of there's so much goodwill behind the name Deadpool yep. as a movie. I, the director who, who left, I don't know his name and I don't know his work. I understand as a person who has pays a little bit of attention to film, that, that that's going to change the ten, tenor of the mu- movie and all this different stuff. But having Ryan Reynolds and T.J. Miller and all the same people back, I don't think you're going to lose as much. Now, of course, I'm the guy who you know was like, "Oh, Spider-Man three sounds like a lot of shit's happening," but I love Sam Raimi. He'll fix. Oh fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, you get burned all the time. Yeah, I, I think I'm talking more about just timing. Um, if there was a lot of bad movies around it, like I think that ah, it, it's kind of okay. it's kind of the the video game argument we always make, sure. where it's like early in the year. You know, when games come out, to br- it has to room breathe. to breathe. And I think that people would be like, oh, cool, Deadpool. Yeah. And like, they won't even think of it necessarily as a superhero movie. Whereas if it were to come out at a time when there's an Avengers movie and another X-Men and movie and, and all all Justice League yeah, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff, that I think Deadpool could kind of get the like, oh, yeah, there's a Deadpool. I'll watch it later. Gotcha. You know, um, moving on. Black Panther. Uh, this Angela is a, Bassett just joined the cast as the recording this today. The the thing with this movie is I feel like they just keep adding cast members. Yeah, and they're not making a movie. <laughs> Put them all in a room. It's just like it holy out. shit! Like how many cast members are in this movie? Sounds like an amazing cast though. And uh, who else is in it? Directed by Ryan Coogler, the Creed director. Oh, okay. So it's like cool. And this is another one of those, like, I would put this in the Doctor Strange um, Ant-Man category. Go ahead and impress me. Of, like, it's your game to fail, my friends. Yep, exactly, like, exactly, on. exactly. But, uh, it, but I think the, they'll kill it. The only thing I think that it has going against it, and this is the smallest of things, is that leaving Civil War, I wasn't like, man, Black Panther was awesome in that movie. And you were alone in that thought. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I don't... I, I don't I, 
I thought he was cool. Yeah. And I wasn't like, oh man, I can't wait for the Black Panther movie. But people are like that. Everyone else. Seems it might to just be. be that I was still hung up on Spider-Man, that I wanted Spider-Man so bad. Uh-huh. And then I loved Ant-Man's contribution and I loved um, Falcon and Bucky's interaction. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much going on that was so awesome and I wanted to know more and give me another scene about that. This guy with his dad, then grieving about his dad, then in the suit and me going, I don't understand his powers really. The suit's... The suit's Made of like fucking Captain America metal, but he is he strong, super strong. Like, what's his okay? And he's got a cave. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, all right, like, but it's the same thing of like, I didn't give two fine fucks about Doctor Strange before this. I thought he was a, a, a stuffy old guy. It turns out he's awesome, at least in this movie. <laughs> so why not? Yeah, you know what I mean, like no, that's I'm, the whole thing of yeah, go in there and make what you got to make. With I'm stoked about it. I predict Nick's gonna love this movie, Black Panther. Black Panther. I really think he's gonna love it. Okay. Uh, the Flash then, March sixteenth. 2018. The Flash is one of the movies I could see disappearing. You know what I mean? I, I d- How quick? I'm in a flash. No, I, I feel like that one could fall off the radar. Because Correct me if I'm wrong. There's not a lot of concrete information on Batman. The, the Batman. Ben Affleck's Batman movie, right? The Batman right now is Untitled Batman, tentative for March 2018, directed by Affleck, Affleck, written by starring Affleck, and starring uh, Joe Joe DiMaggio. And uh, the thing with that is that that date of March 2018 uh, came from an interview they did where they said it was going to be, I think, like eight months after something after Justice League or so. Gotcha. There's something that they did that got us to March. And what's what's the flash date right now? Because we're in 2018. The flash date right now is March 16th. 2018. Yeah, I see. I think I think it's the thing we're talking about. I think everybody's gun shy right now based on Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you have to get Justice League out to see what people think of this Flash. And I think DC is very like after Suicide Squad, you know, not bombing critically. I think everybody's like, what do we do? Hold on. Jeff Johns, what you know, you're in these meetings now. No, what are we doing? Let's not bury the lead. Batman. Exactly. Just exactly. Batman. And, and that's the same thing. Remember, too, that they were like. All right, we are making another standalone Superman movie. Like that wasn't. They had this whole docket, right? Oh, fucking to twenty twenty with twenty twenty with Green Lantern, and then finally like, oh fuck, we'll do a Superman movie too. So it's like, all right, you're you're you were you thought everything's gonna go amazingly from the core, you'd be able to expand. The core is not stable, so let's drop the Flash, let's drop Cyborg, not drop these characters like never to have them again, mm-hmm. but like push their movies back, get the Superman and Batman movies done, get Wonder Woman two out there, get another Justice League, maybe yeah. not a Wonder Woman two, but. Justice League. Yeah. The, Ezra Miller. Real interested in this guy. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Him. I yeah. was like, watching the movie, I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah, it like, took I me a while, too. And I was like, oh, it's The Flash. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sold. Yeah. I'm really not sold. I didn't like him too much in the trailer. Um, and I, uh, Fantastic Beast. I'm like, yeah. He's a really good actor. What's the so movie we'll I saw where he was having I sex just with an older lady? Else too. I can't remember what it was. Look, I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. Big Kev's on it. Looking just, it up. Just, like he keeps popping up in random things. I'm yeah. like, is that the fucking Flash? That's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking. He had long hair and he had sex with yes. somebody. What? What? What are we thinking? But I remember, he got a nosebleed. Oh, I've almost got it. I, I'm not gonna look at the screen. I want to say it's oh. something like this is 40 or Mm-mm. no train wreck. He was in train wreck, right? Yes. He was like, was he was the one? He, she was he was at his yep. mom's house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train like, wreck. He's 15 there it is. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. What I. What I appreciate at a, from two fucking seconds of Ezra Miller's The Flash in that Justice League thing where he gets to talk is that he doesn't sound like Grant Gustin. Mm. He is clearly some other. He seems like he's a, an indoor kid <laughs> Flash. You know, yeah. he's got all his Rick and Morty things playing and he's sitting there and he's socially awkward and he's 
very different. And I like that idea of a character of like, okay, cool, what's going to happen with that? But I don't know anything about it yeah. in terms of like if that was just him being awkward with Bruce Wayne and Batman or if he's like that all together. Because he gave me that uh, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory kind of vibe. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which like would be interesting to see that with powers. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, okay. So. And we've talked about this a million times with the Justice League trailer. But like for me, I loved it when it, it, he was just like, I'm joining you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Like, you're just stoked about this. But then he goes a little too then far and does the Sheldon thing, and I'm like, no, don't do that! Please don't do that! that you know that. what? That, but that's the thing. Like, that is, that's that's one of those things where I'm like, the trailer guys should have cut that out. They had a perfect beat where he was like, I'm in. He's like, really? He's like, yeah. That was perfect. That was it. it was so Move perfect. On. That is so. That one example is so. Is such a it kind of shines a lot of light on where their heads are at with with this whole thing. Is it just doesn't have the finesse that Mar- the Marvel films do? But that's why I'm interested to see what Jeff Johns does. Like he, I'm sure he'll come in and be like, okay, let's let's start to just sculpt this thing toward something that we would consider in the animated realm being a success. Yeah, I don't know. The Flash is going to be very interesting and see how it all plays. And it's another thing too of like goodwill, badwill kind of thing mm-hmm. of like the Flash on TV is the best live action superhero show I've ever seen. It's nailing it. It's consistently amazing. It's in season three right now. What? Season three is not that great. I mean, what are you talking about? Like the, from Flashpoint on? Yeah. I like that. Fine. I like the idea of that. I like seeing Wally. That's another day then. Okay, fine. We are. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, whatever. We'll we'll judge it when the season's over (laughs) because season one was like some of the best television of all time for superheroes. Mm -hmm. But anyways, back to the point is that, uh, the, the Flash TV show and Grant Gustin's portrayal of Barry and Flash has ruined the Flash comic for me to where mm. I try to read the Flash comic and I'm like, he doesn't look like Grant. Grant want to do this. This isn't how the... That's great. I can't do... Th- it's great there, but like the problem is now I'm not alone in that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to get a bunch of DC fans who step in and are like... That's not how da, 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 da. and I, I don't based on what they're showing the fact they're going so drastically different with this the suits different even when Jeff Johns talks about the powers right he doesn't talk about him being fast he talks about him being able to manipulate like time and space mm-hmm. and that's really cool and interesting and I want to see how they play with all that yeah no I'm I'm interested I'm shocked that you think that they're gonna uh, maybe drop the the Flash movie because I think Flash is definitely there. After Wonder Woman, they're they're next in line, yeah. right? But I think you got to get Batman and, and I, I, I agree, yeah. And especially looking at that timing, it's like I feel like Batman. I mean, in my opinion, they should just 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 do Batman. I just mean, focus the on fact Batman, that, like, and if other people make cameos, cool. But just make Batman movies. Hey, who's who, yeah, I mean, who's the villain of the Flash? Fucking Lord, if I know exactly, because they're no no, they don't have an announced one. But Deathstroke, we know in Batman, and he's been cast, and here's this CG fucking thing of him from the Justice League set. I'm like, oh okay. I wonder what's gonna yeah, what you're putting yeah. your money into and where we're going. With yeah, because if they drop Flash like straight up drop Flash, everything after that's dropped. All the other guys. Sure. Are I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't hold out hope for the Flash happening there. I don't hold out Aquaman. I don't. Cyborg. Is is Shazam still on there? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. So then moving on, they would be dumb to not do Shazam because they have the Rock in it. Do they though? Because that was something that got announced forever ago, and then I rarely ever hear about it. And yeah. once Flash wore the Black Adam shirt, and it's just like. Okay, fine, but again, everything is fucked right now. Yeah, you have true. to fix everything. I mean, we can't move on. The way on. to fix it is The Rock. Yeah, definitely. Well, agree. Here's definitely. the thing. If Marvel somehow swoops in and gets The Rock, that's just like the, the final, you're done. You're done, buddies. Uh, yeah. but, but we'll see. Uh, Avengers Infinity War on May 4th, 2018. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ones that like it's going to sneak up on us, I think. I think it's just like it's far out now. They, no, they're doing Infinity one and two, right? They're so renaming them. It's or now in Avengers Infinity War, and then the second one is currently untitled Avengers movie. So it'll be Infinity War 2. Yeah. Or just whatever. Under different the gauntlet or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. 
But they are that that is a two part story of the. Infinity well, it, it was originally pitched that way, but it sounds like I mean, it's yes. OK, but it's it's going to be it's not titled that though. because there's no way they can do that justice in one movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they have no. to do those. That, that has to be split into two and it has to be. Epic. I mean, it's at least how things are going now from what we know about it. I would imagine that phase one is the more getting the B tier guys together, sure. the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and whatever and all them kind of being there and then. Um, for the second part, whatever the fuck it ends up being called, bringing Captain America and Iron Man and Thor and all those guys. Huh? You think that's how it. it goes? Yeah, I would think I the mean, first they, one they is split the thing up. A I bit, would think but. the first one is the core, like B tier Avengers, all these fucking assholes nobody cares about, and then bringing in, then you have to get Captain America and Iron Man to pair up, and then they look out and they realize they need, or even if they somehow get it, but get Guardians in there and get everybody mm-hmm. else, Doctor Strange, all the people that are like on the outskirts yeah. to be together, and then but then you cut it like right as Thanos shows up or whatever. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. There's there's a couple ways they can can play it because there was multiple movies before then, so I don't know where things are going to kind of shake out. Yeah, we'll out. see how many of the, because I, I could easily see them going that first one as him getting the, the last Infinity Stone mm-hmm. and like forming the gauntlet like halfway through, and then the rest of it's just like like they get destroyed in the first movie. The next movie is like bringing that plan back yeah. to, to go get him. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're going to see like, <laughs> but after this, the then sad, what? Then the, it is Marvel. The sad zombies. thing is we're not going to get the, we're not going to get the, like the, some of those iconic shots. Like we're not going to get the shot of Wolverine with the, the, the claws hanging in the fence and things like that. Cause you just can't do it. But yeah, we'll get some other yeah, shit. It's going to be great. Out. Yeah. I mean that, cool. that's, those are the ones that gets exciting. Cause I think it's the, what's exciting now is seeing everybody meet. Cause then it is again, we get that Avengers moment that we all yeah. loved so much of these characters. We knew from different, thing is to come back together. That was the first time we're getting that uh, in a real grand way since Avengers. I mean, we've gotten Civil War to an extent, Mm -hmm. uh, but even that was still introducing new characters. I think that Infinity War is going to be that, like, holy shit moment. Yeah, they could have done, and they could have done a lot more with Civil War, too. That could have been two-parter if they wanted to, but uh, they did did it justice. Yeah. Then, very quickly after that, July 6, 2018, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's fun. Yeah. Interesting. That's it. cool that yeah. Wasp is in, in the title. So we'll see. I think that could be fun with the two of them. I liked them in Ant-Man. I think yeah, that I think that this one has a potential to be better. I hope she's not wearing one. the wig again. I just I just hope she's not wearing the wig. <laughs> I don't understand why they make them wear wigs. I'm like, I just let her hair be whatever it is. That untitled Fox movie, July 13th, 2018. Who knows? What that, that's at the point that maybe that's long enough for it to be something but Maybe. at the same time it's like i'm really interested i just i'm just holding out that marvel and fox figure it out and just go because otherwise there's rumors of like oh they're gonna re do another reboot of the fox of x-men so it's a total new start without hugh jackman being wolverine um it's the dark phoenix saga saga but gene gray still sansa from game of thrones mm. and it's just like don't do another fake ass reboot like oh yeah start from scratch scratch go all the way down yeah with marvel or just don't yeah for a while Aquaman, July 27th, 2018, directed by James Wan, a Furious 7 fan. See, I still think you're talking about, like, you know, behind Wonder Woman, Flash is the guy, right? Yeah. Right now, I would agree with that. I still think Jason Momoa could kill it in Justice Mm. League and Mm. be the awesome, like, holy shit. Now, I said that that could be the thing with Batman v Superman before we knew it, right? Like, I was thinking he might have a Hulk-like moment or whatever. You didn't like his moment? In Batman v Superman? Oh, you didn't think it was enough? No, well, the no, no. There was too, there was the too much moment. Oh, there's too much yeah. moment in Batman v Superman. <laughs> Again, another one of those things. It's like, something, and this is the problem. They have too many fucking voices in the room. Because you know someone was like, God, I, why, why are we still on this shot? Yeah, yeah. And then some execs like, well, well we have to remind people there's an Aquaman <laughs> movie coming up. And then some, the other part, the first guy one's like, 
they get it. They know what it is. They try. It's not the whole thing. Just do the eyes. Just do the flash eyes. That's awesome. Guys, like, I think we should make sure. I think we should make sure. Anyways, I think he could be cool, and like, because people love Jason Momoa, and mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are bigger do in they movies. Though? Yeah, they That's do. The Shut do up. They? Why do they love Jason Momoa? Game of Thrones, right? Cal Drago. What season? When's the last time we saw him and do anything that was and fun? And that's a question I have of like I was about to say before I was rudely interrupted. Of you guys know more about movies and stuff than I, I do. Has he been in other stuff? Has he been no. doing stuff? No, that is weird. Not really. He did. A, um, <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> he did. I think he did. I think he did a bad Conan the Barbarian remake that, oh. that tanked. I think that was him. I do think that's true. Um, and then The Rock did a Hercules remake that looked a lot like that, and they both tanked it. didn't matter. Um, <laughs> non sequitur. I just thought I'd call that out. Just, just they were pretty much the there. exact same movie. Um, Jason Momoa. Here we go. Oh, he's in Baywatch with The Rock. That's fantastic. He'll oh, wait. Him. No, maybe. That, no, that's he's he was on the Baywatch TV show. My apologies. Oh, oh God. God. Who is he on the Baywatch TV show? He's probably There's a man. Baywatch TV show? Currently? No, no, no. no. Was. They, 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 God, okay. I was about no, to no, lose no. my fucking mind. I thought Jason Momoa was like... On Baywatch, like the fucking knockoff Baywatch. Daywatch City like Nights or whatever it was. <laughs> 2 p.m. on CBS. That'd be amazing. That'd be probably a great move for his career at this point. Um, no, I mean, the thing is, I'm not knocking Jason Momoa. I loved him as Cal Drogo. But he got really big really fast as that Who's character. Life? Look at that lifeguard, huh? A young Jason God, Momoa there, huh? that guy. Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. I mean, I would fuck that guy is what I meant. Whoa! So. Yes, yes. Whoa. All right. We're open here. Moving on. One that I'm fucking so excited for, animated Spider-Man movie, December 21st, 2018. That could be doing awesome. That. Who's voicing it? Do we know? No, we don't know. We don't know much about it. We know the producers and it's the, the typical Marvel people. So you, when you say animated, you mean like wide release animated? Animated, theatrical On the level release. of theatrical Pixar movies. Yes. Like that. That's really cool. That's going to be put on the back shelf. You think? Yeah. I, Tom Holland's going to come out and be awesome and they're going to like, let's keep. Yeah, but he could be the voice then. Why would they make an animated movie? Make, make it number two. I'm with Kevin on this one. Same because reason why they would totally make a Lego different. Batman movie. Yeah, but I mean, animated, you know, it's Disney, sure. But I still think, from when you say Spider-Man animated movie, I think the DC animated movie, I think direct to your console or yeah. your, your DVD shelf. I hope it's not. I no, hope no, no, that no, no, this no. is theatrical. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me dial back, dial back. What I'm, you're, I'm, in your world, you're correct. It's theatrical. And I'm saying as a typical movie-going person, I'm like, oh, a Spider-Man movie they're putting in theaters? That's weird. I'm not going to go see that. I'm not going to see a cartoon in, in theaters. A, a Spider-Man cartoon that I could see on TV or on my DVDs. You're a hating-ass hater. I am a hating-ass hater. What are you going to do about it? Who's going to come at me? But Greg Wiseman. Make it spectacular Spider-Man season three, but in a movie. Holy Greg Wiseman is very busy. He's working... On Young Justice, he doesn't need you getting in his ear or oh, anything else. God bless him for that. Um, no, but at the same token, you'd see Lego Batman. I think it'll be the same. But again, that's totally thing. different. Lego Batman isn't like we're trying to tell you a real Batman story. Sure. We're like we're in the Lego universe and it's fun. And but cute this and could be too, right? This could be a kid's version of like more like a Pixar film. It doesn't have to be like an intense. But when's the last time I went and saw a Pixar film in theaters? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Well, you're a monster. Well, you're I am. You're right, you're everybody. Were... I grew up. I want to see pussies when I go to the theater. Big old vaginas and dicks. Damn, that's porn. You're watching porn. They don't yeah. show those in theaters anymore. We don't know what this is rated. Maybe if Deadpool is <laughs> super well. Yeah, he's like, Mary Jane, get over here. Um, then. With Aunt May. Yeah. Captain. Oh, that MILF? Captain Marvel. March 8th, 2019. Brie Larson. Another one of those oh, things oh. where I would have had no fucking faith in this, um, but now Ant Man and Doctor Strange. And I love Brie Larson. And I too. love Brie Larson. So yeah. I'm like, cool, hundred percent. This could be fucking awesome. cool. 
Uh, and that's what they're killing with. And it's like, all right, cool. This is why Marvel's so great. We nailed the foundation. Now we're building on it. And we've now proven with, you look back at all Ant-Man and now Doctor Strange that we can do characters you in Guardians of the Galaxy that you don't know or don't necessarily care about. And we're going to put people you do care about into those roles. And here we're going to have a fun movie. And that, I think, is the question of going back to Colin's argument of when's the bottom fall out. I think it's when is a character going to be announced where his or her first movie is a failure. Mm. And we're looking at Black Panther. We're looking at... Uh, Captain Marvel like there's going to be opportunities for that to occur sure but, but we'll see then Shazam April 5th 2019 with The Rock I, I wish I wish but no I don't think that happens on that timetable again they fucked this up if they really like it, they could have solved all their problems if they would have understood where the problems are going to be which everyone told them where they're going to be hey we need humor we need color we need fun all right let's cast The Rock as Shazam and he, you know, he goes from being a seven-year-old boy to being someone on par with a Superman who is The Rock. And have The Rock do the whole, like, oh, gee, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, that fucking movie would be amazing yeah. and kill. Instead, it's he's Black Adam, no, and it's going to be like a super dark Captain Marvel. But it boils down to economics, right? You can't, like, if you want to lock him in, you want to lock him in for five movies, you can't afford The Rock for that much. You got to have him in one movie as, as Black Adam and then maybe come back again. Be amazing if he could be a main character and main staple. I know, you, you give me the, the, the stiff bottom lip there. But I just feel like The Rock. That that's why I think we'll have to see how The Rock's career goes. But his his he's like the biggest entertain, uh, name in entertainment right now, yeah, by far. So you know, and he's not slowing down. Yeah. Like that guy has his shit together. So well, I Kevin predict Hart he runs for president. Him. No, I know, right? Yeah, no, me too. Oh, I'd vote. For, I would vote for him too. But I really think he's gonna. That would be fucking amazing, amazing. But Kanye is gonna beat him to it first. That's yeah, about The Rock one. Unless Rock Kanye stays Kanye. in the hospital. Um, Avengers sequel May third, twenty nineteen. That'll be mm-hmm. the end of Phase three as we know it. Uh, then Justice League sequel, June 14th, 2019. We'll see. I don't know. Like that's the I thing. I think that'll like, be there. You think? In what year is it? Are we 2019 in? is where we're at now. I think that. I think that. I think that doesn't move. I think you have to have just Wonder Woman, obviously. Justice League, the next Justice League, and I think it's where you move Flash and Aquaman and Shazam, and you figure out where the Batman is, and you figure out where mm-hmm. Superman is, and then you figure out where the Batman so, 2 is, because Batman kills. Jumping ahead and jumping around a little bit, just to close out DC, we got Justice League sequel uh, June 14th, then Cyborg April 3rd, Not 2020, happening. then uh, Green um, Lantern Corp. Uh, Green Lantern has a shot, I think. July twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Because there, they, there was a news article we did on Colin Greg Live yesterday that there's a key scene or whatever where a Green Lantern member is going to be somehow involved. Yeah, in uh, Justice, Justice League. League, the next Justice League. Then Suicide Squad two. No, TBA. Oh, Dark Justice League. TBA. That's Constantine and all. Sure, that. but that's they just they're putting on animated film now. They dropped the fucking ball on that by taking away from Guillermo del Toro years yep. ago. Like that would have been. Hey, let's do something really cool and different yeah, and crazy. Really all different. right, go for it. Then Harley Quinn solo movie slash Birds of Prey movie. See, I think the Harley Quinn solo movie could ha- will happen before ju- uh, Suicide Squad. Too. So that's that's, that's the, the rest of DC idea. that we know but, of so far. But you put it's her and Jared. I mean, it's Harley Quinn, whatever. But it's got him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I just I, I think this is, that, and this is I mean we're still in the goodwill badwill topic and I think that's where it is it's just like there's bad will behind definitely. DC you can't give them the benefit of the doubt so the Marvel thing with, gets all the benefit of the doubt with with looking forward at all the DC shit we have mm-hmm. what would it take for DC to stop in the same way that X Men seems like they're about to stop I think it would have to be they stop making money that's the big thing is long and like it's that thing of um this is a very similar argument I would say to the video game industry of all right, critics don't like this, 
but there are fans that do when they're buying the games and they're they're buying season passes and so it doesn't matter how many times colin will be like don't buy a season pass what are you doing wait until you see i buy the season pass when i, I like a game right and it's the same thing with like i i know you're a comic book fan obviously and so i don't get me wrong you know batman v superman's far from perfect but i enjoyed it for what it was it was a it was an issue i read and like i said when people wanted to fight me about it back in the day because now i'm just beaten into submission i'm like i don't want to talk about this ever again please uh i that batman v superman was better than dozens of comics i've read in the dc universe in the past year let alone the hundreds of dc comics i've read throughout my life you know what i mean like it wasn't like there was nothing in there to salvage and enjoy. So I went and enjoyed it, and then I still enjoy Flash, and I still enjoy the mm-hmm. comics, and I still enjoy all these different works of it. So it's like, as long as they're not making them, like, I, what would it take for them to stop? Like, they'd have to, they, I, either go so bland that there's nothing to enjoy, or go so crazy that Superman is tearing out hearts and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is this? This is not at all what this character is. Because mm-hmm. even as Man of Steel, flawed in so many ways. I, I always talk about, you know, the scene, spoilers for Man of Steel, where he kills Zod. And how people were so bent out of shape about it. And I left the theater bent out of shape about it, too, because it was an unearned moment. I thought that scene was great in terms of, like, when he cracks it. Just not, like, the effects in the fight, because there's a million problems with that. But when he cracks his neck and then has that moment and screams and Lois comes in and hugs. Like, that part, that, that part, I was like, fuck, that was awesome. And they didn't earn this. They didn't. No, they didn't, they didn't make me care about Superman in this film to this point like this. They didn't make me care about Lois in this film to this point. They didn't make me care about Zod, and you know what I mean. But like, out in a vacuum of what it is and knowing and inferring all this stuff, there's something there that I liked about it, and I can take away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm interested. What you, in, yeah, what do you think? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because yeah, these movies are gonna keep making money, and I think that. For me, it's I don't think they'll straight up stop, but I do think that there is a chance that soon, like sooner than later, and I think it could be real soon, uh, they just go all in on Batman and Harley Quinn, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the the, the post Justice League, like Justice League is obviously happening, but after that, I don't know. I can see them just making. Well, here's a Batman movie, and here's a Joker movie. Like we'll call it Harley Quinn, whatever. Yeah. But you're just gonna get those, and all these other characters that are now. In the, in the universe. universe, they'll be here for this or this or whatever. Like, here's a joke or here's a team up for a second. But like Wonder Woman has coffee with Batman it, to discuss what's happening. In exactly. Exactly. But it's almost at a point of just like, why? Why even try building all these things? Because they're not going to do as well as a Batman movie would. Yeah. And so if it is about the money, when when do they just be like, all right, fine, we lost in terms of building the universe, not in terms of money. They're making money. I think a big tipping point for them will be Justice League. Like once that movie comes out, that's that they have a lot riding on that because no matter what they can out. You're right. I mean, the problem is what they should do is focus on those one off movies and make them as good as humanly possible. What they're not what they're not doing is exactly that. What they really need to do is do what Marvel's doing, which is make every movie as good as humanly possible and have someone over, you know, really mm-hmm. overseeing the entire process to make sure the overarching story is something is something of sheer art and beauty. Um but yeah, I just don't. I I think that it's going to be just a slow crawl toward that bottom line, that threshold over the next like two years to the point where they finally just go, we got we got to we got to just two years. It. I mean, I I the problem I and oh, this, this is, is call it three years then. We'll see, I would think it five because of the way the movie industry works. I feel like, yeah. and again, you know it better than I do. But I feel like in terms of what it is, it's such a train lumbering down the tracks that even when it is like, oh fuck, pull the, they didn't like Batman v Superman. Suicide Squad still fucked. Wonder Woman possibly fucked. Justice League, they've got to retool everything they're working yeah, on. But that's that's why I'm saying, like, I, I look at like Justice League when that they'll know by then 
how much of a success or not a success, you know, one or one was. They know that Suicide Squad was kind of a failure from the fans' perspective, even though it made money. Um, those movies were already in the works. All this stuff has already been in the works. So the question I have now is like, where? How is? How much influence does Jeff Johns have over? everything going forward from here. Yeah. Like yeah. when they brought him in, was he like, yo, let me see that script for, for Justice League right fucking now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if we're still shooting. We have to nail this. We need to take a step back. And if they're giving him that luxury, I think he can really do it. Yeah. But Or inevitably doubtful. in 2018 when Disney, Disney buys, buys DC, DC and changes the entire game. <laughs> that could happen. At any moment, that, that could happen. That would be insane. Yeah. That would be awesome, though. It would be fucking crazy. Um Finishing out the topic, just to go through the rest of the ones we haven't named yet. Uh, on the Marvel side, we got untitled MCU movies on May 1st, 2020, July 10th, 2020, and November 6th, 2020, which is in line with what they've been doing where there's been two or three um, in, a, in about that time of the year, every year. Uh, then Deadpool 3 is the last mm. thing on the, the list, and uh, there's, it's TBA. We'll see if we get there. Yeah. Okay. We'll check back in three years mm-hmm. and see how we all did. Your phone case, man. Is that the texture of it? No, it's something's wrong with your phone. What you, what's what are you wrong? Melting? Is it all bubbly? It's all melted. That's the texture. It's leather. Why isn't well? Why is this this texture isn't there? It used to be way nicer. Thank you, Kevin. It's like worn apart. It's just because it's okay. Worn cool. Down okay. Cool. Everybody, be chill. Okay. Next topic. Yeah, boy. My topic. Yeah, boy. I want to talk about failing as a fan. Interesting. <sighs> failing as a fan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it comes. My fan ain't failing. No, it's not on. So the like fan is failing. It's not on. Nick yeah. turned it off. Yeah. No. Uh, no, failing is a fan of something, obviously, that you want, you know, or that you like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not fan, as in a fan, mm-hmm. floor mm-hmm. fan here. But if you have stories about oscillating fans failing you, please let me know. Um, no, I was thinking about this the other day of, like, you know, it's weird for us to have an audience and all these different things mm-hmm. and how hard it is to communicate what happens on our side of the screen versus what's happening on theirs. And it made me think back to everything I've been a fan of and all the things. And there's, there's, there's a story I regret very, very much uh, now, now being an adult and now understanding things. Is it the one where you pooped in the bushes in front of the small Asian kid? No, that was with, I pooped in front of Colin and the, yeah, the little boy was there too. He was like 15, but I don't regret that. No, that was great content for this. This whole channel is built on me pooping in that bush. And the raccoons. And the raccoons. Yes, that's a big part too. No, um, I, this is funny too because I was I was I looked at my topic list on things that I should talk about on the show eventually, and I, this one's there, and it's a Weezer story, and I didn't I was wearing my Weezer shirt today. Yeah, boy, just happens, just happens. Um, I was a huge Weezer fan back in the day, mm-hmm. still am obviously, but since '94 along <laughs> along for the ride with the blue album, right? And when I got the blue album on the back, it had a thing about joining the Weezer fan club. And I wrote in, join the Weezer fan club, right? And you get a little laminated card, which I got rid of years and years and years ago, and I regret to this day that I did. But then the best thing was you got this thing called the Weezer zine when zines were still a thing, oh right? Oh, my God, yeah. And it, was, uh, uh, it came out, I want to say quarterly or whatever, and it had fan letters in there and art from the fans and then, like, you know, photos of, like, Pat Wilson or whatever at a mm. birthday party and, like, little updates about what's happening with Weezer and stuff. But it was mainly fan stuff. And then, of course, like, you know... There was such a drought <laughs> between uh, like Weezer albums and stuff. You, you know, Pinkerton happens and then it's just off the rails of like, is there ever going to be anything else or, along the lines? But even the lead up to Pinkerton, I remember being hard that there wasn't as much stuff as you wanted. And this before the internet was really all over the place. It was hard mm-hmm. to keep up. They were, you know, the rentals had come along too. They were getting, I'm getting off track. <laughs> I remember at one point, and I forget how, um, it's 94. So, right, I'm 11 then. And that we'll say I'm between 11 and 13 when this happens or whatever, but I'm getting the Weezer zines. I like them all much. And I remember 
drawing some I, I was drawing comics as you know we've talked about my stuff here froggy. my hustle yeah the froggy comics or whatever and I had a character in there and again in one of these things maybe it was just doodles but I you know Weezer Man something totally lame but it was like man, yeah. yeah exactly Weezer but Man it, and Froggy Weezer Man and Froggy out there Go having adventures. adventures yeah exactly uh, but I drew an image of Weezer Man and sent it in to the Weezer fan club mm-hmm. and I left and I sent like a super passive aggressive note of just like hey submitting this and this is like paraphrasing obviously would love to see it in the magazine and i think i deserve it because i've been a weezer fan for a long time now and it's been hard because there's no new music and what's happening and and really like a whole like hey like i'm owed this you know what i mean i'm fucking owed this so stand them huh stand yeah, exactly. No, I didn't threaten to like murder people yeah. or whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm I I in in my head, I'm writing into Geffen Records, some some you know whatever interns getting this, seeing it, putting together this Weezer magazine. Why wouldn't they just put this in there, or whatever? Maybe I had done it multiple times, and this was like my final straw thing. Mm-hmm. I don't recall anymore, but mm-hmm. I remember this very specific one. That sounds very possible. Exactly yeah. right. And so, because I'm a dumb kid, obviously, you don't know how the world works, and you send yeah. it in, you think all this stuff. Psychopath. And it wouldn't be till, uh, the, so then the, to bear, not bury the lead here. I think I'm writing into a corporation, all these things, somebody at the, you know, Weezer's this huge band, right? Like clearly they have hundreds of people working on these staffs or whatever. When in reality, the Weezer fan club was run by two sisters, Michael and Carly, who like signed off all of their, uh, you know, they had letters in the beginning of the zine, mm-hmm. like what's happening in the zine. They Her were name was Michael. Yeah. Michael and Carly. They spelled out M Y K E L. Yeah, yeah. Never, never heard um, of that. But they sign off here, you, me, or whatever, and put sure. it out and done this whole thing. And it didn't dawn on me at the time that it wasn't a corporation running this. It was these two women that were fans of Weezer that had befriended them. And it turned out, you know, dozens of other local LA bands that they would help whenever they came through stuff, like when they were little, before not before their huge things or whatever. And that this was a passion project for them and that when I got my fan club that looked like it was written in Sharpie, it was written in Sharpie by these people and when I got my, you know, packet that was written in Sharpie on it, it was written by one of these two sisters who was stuffing envelopes and sending the shit out and doing all these different things, right? And like, it was just two women who were doing all this and I don't find out about this until they die and they die driving to the next Weezer show. And like, you know, it's still murky as to what exactly happened. But the the theory commonly held is that they finished one of their Weezer shows, were driving to the next one and fell asleep at the wheel and mm. crashed the car and died. That's unfortunate. And so like th- when that happens, it, you know, then I remember this is the first time I remember Weezer had been quiet forever. It felt like, again, I'm a kid, so I don't have any sense of time or whatever. But I remember when. MTV News reported on it and showed like a clip from like the benefit concert or whatever and like Rivers had like really long hair and I was like that's I not what I thought he looked like I haven't seen him in so long or whatever and then they explained like that how this all happened and so like it's this weird regret I have especially now knowing for us like there's five of us right and so like when people are like why doesn't this work and why doesn't that happen it's like we're trying we're trying as hard as we can And and this is not trying to guilt anybody out there all your criticisms are well warranted and we understand them in 2017. Yeah. But like for me, that's that weird thing of being on both sides of it now. But even back then, having said that and imagining them opening this thing with this fucking stupid ass drawing and then this letter from this 12 year old 
his petulant child being like blah 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 and i'm sure they weren't i'm sure like this kid's dumb whatever move on to the hundreds of other letters and poems and art and things uh, like praising this Mm -hmm. band and thanking us for our work but i never thanked them and i never had the chance to because i didn't understand the situation or how the world works at the time and that fucking sucks so like that's me failing as a fan, that's a fan regret I have. You know what I mean? And the fact of not taking the time to understand and thank them for what they did and instead coming off like this douche that, again, I'm sure they lost no sleep over, that they did not worry about. It wasn't like, oh, we're not going to do it. But I've had those days here, right, where it's been a motherfucker. God, this day's been bad. I was, you know, I was talking about like, it's like I've fallen out of a tree and I'm hitting my head on every, every branch. branch, everything that could go wrong. And you're just bouncing around. You can't even answer these emails and you get to the bottom. It's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go home, open up Twitter. And wow, this is broken. Why are you guys so stupid? Why didn't you hire somebody? Oh, all right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, I want to fucking scream and cry all at once now. Yeah. And so I've done that to somebody and have no way to be like, I am sorry for it. Right. It sucks. Yeah. I think, I mean, in regards to that, though, I'm, I'm sure those those sisters probably had a lot of good stuff coming through as well. hundred percent. No, no, they were beloved. I know that. But despite that, I feel like there's, there's no amount of good that can combat the bad at that moment. Right. And And that's the the moment you get past that moment and you realize all the good, everything goes away, but there's just something about, you can get a hundred compliments, but that one insult is the one that you go, what motherfucker? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that what motherfucker response is more visceral than anything else. Sure. And I, I don't know. It's harder to take compliments, I guess, is the. I don't know. See, I, I don't think I've ever been in that position where I've cared enough to like to, to render that sort of a criticism against something. And I think that's when you talk about failure as a fan, I think that is my biggest failure is that mm. I'm not that big of a fan of anything. And it's Joe Rogan. I do love Joe Rogan, but I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to knock Joe Rogan. I mean, well, it's easy to knock Joe Rogan depending on depending on what what you like to listen to or not. But, you know, he he he's unabashedly who he is. And so if you don't like his what he puts out or that podcast, you're not consuming product, it. You're not you're not you're not coming back for a second. A yeah. Second listen. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't you know, I don't I, I look at all the support we get from the people that that, that consume our content and, and, and help us out over the years. And I just feel like I don't I don't have something like that that I'm passionate about. So I think that's my failure as both a creator and as a fan is that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not able to throw myself wholeheartedly into something like that. Like you say that's bad, but I bet I I, I can paint Wait, another. I say what's bad. You say the, the letter that you wrote. Oh was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, I can paint another picture of those two sisters reading it. Clearly, it's a kid's letter, and they're getting a huge kick out of how much this kid cares about Weezer, right? Sure. And like they look at it like, wow, this kid's got some balls on him. Um, well, I but, think it was though, when, I, when I get a letter like that on a bad day. And I'm not like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, ah, rage. Yeah, it's, sure. it's the idea of like, kick them. And I'm like, oh, feeling like when you jumped off the couch. Yeah, it's that feeling of like up. that you deserve something for being a fan of somebody. And I think that, that that's the hard thing to grapple with. Sure. And like, I, I do have that. Like, I um, obviously, Q and Five, Tone Deaf, all that stuff. I've been such a fan of them from the beginning mm-hmm. to an extent that I feel like it is partly mine. It's not. It's what I need to remember. It's not. Like it's a part of me and I'm a huge part of it. And it, you know, it's definitely like there's a relationship there, but at the end of the day, it's not my thing. So it's like they can make their decisions and I can agree or disagree with them. But I feel like there's like a a level of respect you need to show. Um, And it's fine to be critical, but it's always, it's the way that you kind of give that message to somebody Um, Mm -hmm. because tell them, Hey, you're doing this wrong. You should be doing this. Even though you clearly think that not the best way to handle it necessarily. And uh, I think that there's so much that goes on that you don't know. 
You know, yeah. you only get one side of it. I think for me, uh, a perfect example of this is Eminem. Huge mm-hmm. fan of Eminem. And I think it gets hard because when you're a fan of something, you are the most critical of it oh, because yeah. you like it that much. You're protective uh, of it. Eminem, one of my favorite rappers, one of my favorite artists of all time. I can tell you so many facts about details of songs and like lines and everything. And when you get from his first album, second album, third album, we can have a multi-hour long discussion about why I like this aspect more than that aspect of these albums or whatever. And then you start going on past that and it starts to be like, oh, well, it's not as good as the first three. And sure. it's like, then it just starts to become this like kind of negative conversation. Even if I enjoyed things about them, mm-hmm. you just, you're talking about the negatives or this isn't as good as that. And I've never spoke to Eminem, so I've never had to deal with that. But I have thought about this of if I were to talk to Eminem, what would I talk to him about? And I feel like the thing I want to talk about is, hey, what happened? Or why did you do relapse? Why did you do that album? Like what right. like why, what went through your head that was like, I'm gonna use an accent for the entire thing? And it's like instead of focusing on all the good, <laughs> I immediately jumped to like all the things I didn't like about somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And I had that moment uh, with Bernie Burns at Rooster Teeth. Red versus blue, such an important thing in my development, in my my career, my life. And the first time I was hanging out with him, or one of the first times I was hanging out with him, like we were really talking about stuff. And I found myself like one of the first things I started doing was being like, like man, like the CG stuff's really good. Once you started going there, why are you still like doing the the same? Like stupid dick jokes and stuff. Like we want the story. Like it feels like such a waste. And then it wasn't until I went home afterwards. I'm like, man, he took that really well, but I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like I should have just, and it's not just about focusing on the good. It's just don't focus on the bad. You can bring up the bad. You can say things like, oh man, I love season nine because this, this, and this. Didn't totally like this because of this reason, but whatever. But instead it, it inevitably turns into this thing of you almost are trying to prove to the person that you look up to that you know their work so well and it's like well obviously they know i like them so i'm gonna yeah, show sure. point out all the things that i noticed that no one else noticed you know and that's the big thing i think you know with even me i've told that you know the story about uh uh hate online and being trying to be better online in terms of giving out positive feedback rather than negative and how like when i was you know going to tweet at the office how bad it was and, and like include actors and shit and it was like Man, people do that to me, and I know that they follow me. I know they're fans, but they're only they're. It, it's the same thing with Yelp. What I was talking about, right? Where it's like I I noticed one day all my Yelp reviews were negative because I'm not motivated when I have a good experience to go say, man, what a great experience right, this right, was. Right. It's when somebody pisses me off that mm-hmm. I want to go tell them. And usually it's somewhere I, you know, if it's on Twitter or something, it's I have 140 characters to tell this creator or this talk about this creation. And I just want to get through my most salient thought. And my most salient thought is this boss battle sucks. This episode's no good. Why is this? And I'm not saying that I love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm letting you try to read between the lines. And most people would get that. But when you don't have the full context, it just does come off as people being dicks to be dicks. Yeah. And the, the, the being a dick thing, it's hard to not do because you feel this sense of entitlement over things that you you enjoy, especially if you pay for and especially like all that stuff. I, I remember one of the very first Tone Deaf concerts I ever went to. Uh, it was me and there was like a group of people that I didn't personally know, but I knew from the internet because we were friends in this community and we were at the show and Tone was at the merch table selling shirts. And I went up and I saw him and he looked at me and he, he saw my face and he's like, oh, you're the dude in the yellow shirt in the on your, your profile picture. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And it was like a great moment where I was like, holy shit. He knows who I am. He's like, like, I hate yellow shirts. You know, he's like, this is great. It was such, oh, such a moment for me. And uh, then the guy, <laughs> the guy behind me, um, 
went up to him and he was like, oh, hey, do you recognize me? Like, I'm the guy in the, and like he started talking about his profile picture and you could see Tone kind of like struggled with it and was just like, like he didn't, he just didn't know who this yeah. guy was. And the dude got kind of like upset. He was like, oh man, like, like damn, you know, and it, I forgot what he said. It wasn't even bad. It wasn't bad, but it was enough that I was just like, ooh. Like, it's enough to take the winds out of the sails because as a creator and like as a, pe- a personality, like I feel bad when, when I'm like, uh, it happens to me all the time at a meet and greet. I'll shake your hand. And I'm usually really good with faces, but I've seen so many faces now that I'll shake your hand and be like, great to meet you. I'm like, oh, well, actually we met at a Comic-Con like four years ago. Yeah. And I'll go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And it, nine times out of 10, it's, oh, don't worry about it. No, no, you meet too many people. I get it, but I still feel awful. Exactly. I and want th- to remember everyone. I want to have a conversation with everybody. I look over at the kind of funny game somebody made. I want to remember who made that and I can't. Yeah. And that, that's my thing is like, for me, it's happened where I'm like, oh, I've seen you. It was at uh, PAX East. He's like, RTX. I'm like, sorry, but I'm trying here. Yeah, yeah. But but with the with this tone of situation, I remember it very vividly because uh, I remember thinking I was like, man, that guy like really like didn't handle that well. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like why do you do that? But I remember going home and thinking like, well, what if it was the other way around? Like, what if this guy was in front of me and he had recognized him and not me? Like, I definitely would have felt entitled. Like, you should know who the fuck I am. And I, I remember sure. thinking, like, how would I have handled that? And it probably wouldn't have been too much different. I totally could have been the guy being like, mm. well, I'm also that guy. And it's just like, I think that is the part that's hard to struggle with this being a bad fan. Because when you are such a fan, I think by default, you need to then actively try to not be bad in terms of what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a line that, or a, a distinction that needs to be made between critical feedback and negative feedback right and this is always something i say like when it whenever i jump in comments on things and people have critical feedback for me i thank them for that because i'm like i really do appreciate that you love this thing so much that we're doing that you want you know you have a couple pieces of feedback that you'd like to see happen that's for that to me is super positive and i think it, it really is just how all how you frame it with people and how you frame it with creators that you love because you do love this stuff right mm-hmm. and there is a there is an aspect of it that is very intimate especially when you're talking about a product like a podcast where people spend hours, like I spend hours and hours and hours listening to certain people that do podcasts. Like, I know more about Joe Rogan than I probably do about my wife, and that's and I I, I you know I pry a lot into my wife. Like I, I kind of you know I kind of like stalk her a little bit. Um, I'm getting off on a tangent, but the the point is like you know so 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 when you like something that much and you want to give that feedback, it then becomes how do you do it right? Mm-hmm. How do you do it without sounding like that kid that was in line right? Who's serious? Who who's hurt? And I think to to uh, to the credit of a lot of people that support us again, nine out of 10 times it's, Hey, I really like this. Like I see it all the time with the animated show where people go, Hey, I love this. I don't, you know, whether or not you care if it's on time or whenever it dropped. Great. I would love it if this were longer. Right. And that's a, that's a, that's a positive thing for me to hear because I'm like, great. You like this so much. You want more of it. That's cool. I wish I could have make it longer. We can't economics can't get into that in the comments, but so I like that. And I always, I always respect that because it is a two way street, right? You don't want people to just love you unconditionally, Absolutely. right? Because then you can't grow as an artist. You can't grow as a creator. You need that feedback. We have to have each other. This is how this relationship works. Um, and so to that degree, like, you know, I and I, and I kind of disagree with you a little bit in that I feel like people who do uh, uh, consume the content do have a level of ownership over it. Now, granted, you know, they're not they're not here working on it every day, but it is because of them that, that it is a two-way street in that regard, right? You, one can't exist without the other. Um, so there is an importance to be placed on that, but you do have to stay positive all the time. You have to you have to be able to render both criticisms and and uh, a praise in a positive light if you want to exist in that environment yourself. That's all I'm saying. Does that make sense? Made sense to me. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Nick, 
Yeah. What's your topic? Super important topic. What's the coldest you've ever been? Where does this stem from? Welcome this morning, to the Game Over Greggy Show. I walked into the office. Now, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> let me Please, let me, paint me a picture. Let me paint I you. I hate it when you jump right to the pop. <sighs> let me paint you I a picture. I want a little foreplay. Two days ago, for some ungodly reason, the weather decided to go real cold, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> and I don't like it. Now, I like it. Because I like that it's wintry and I like that it's the holiday time, but I don't like it because then I have to be cold like every goddamn night until the sun decides to pop back up. Uh, then we walked into here today, and you're noticeably agitated for a, a number of reasons, but I think it's because you're cold. And I ask you, and you're like, yes, I am cold because it's fucking cold in here. And I tell you, Greg, we've got a heater in this place. And you're like, no, we don't. I did not say no. I think maybe I said I did not know that. You were like something to the extent where you're like, you're a fucking asshole. We absolutely do not, not have that. a heater. I did not say what he said. No. Oh, that's what he said. He was like, yeah. It's, he's a, like, it's a maze that I could be agitated here. You're, you're a lying sack of shit, um, is what he said to me. Not what I'm saying to him, but I'm kind of inferring that. What was he saying to you that he said to you? He was basically like, I, said, I, I think know. you're a bull-faced liar, and we don't have a heater, and you should stop doing drugs. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, we'll, we'll take that apart piece by piece. I'm not a liar, but I should stop doing drugs. I digress. It got me thinking, God, I'm fucking cold, man, and I'm uncomfortable when I'm cold. So what's the coldest you guys have ever been? Greg, you come from a place where it snows. Tim, you grew up three hours from a place where it snows. I've been to that place a few times. Tahoe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, there's multiple times that come to mind of those were the coldest I've ever, sure. times I've ever been in my life. Uh, one time I got dragged to a uh, NFL um, all-star game that was in San Francisco. Why would you go to that? Um, Curran's mom's sister worked for somebody that got free tickets. This is and- the Pro Bowl, right? Pro Bowl. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, so we went to, we went to this thing and oh man, my nips. My yeah. nips were so hard. Hard, hard as ice. Huh? They fucking hurt. They hurt so bad for days after that. Cause I'm I was out there uh and I'm just like, why? Why is this so cold? I didn't have a jacket. I was just wearing like a t-shirt or whatever. And I was just like, I'm watching this thing that I don't fucking like. I'm at a place surrounded by people I don't like, and it's so cold. I just I think that's why I hate football. Is is that? that that's what it was. That is, it was you so know you damn can cold. watch football in the comfort of your own living room. Oh, trust me, and nothing about it is appealing. <laughs> but but the, the cold was definitely the worst thing sure. about that. Um, another time was with Kevin, where we were in Santa Cruz and we decided to uh, go into the the water at the beach. Uh, that it was like. 5.30, so like the sun was setting, and we're like, fuck it, we're just going to do it. And uh, we didn't have swim trunks or anything, so we just went in with our shorts. And we thought it was funny. Like, let's just go in with our clothes. So we did, and it was not funny when our wet T-shirts, we then didn't had to drive. walk like yeah. two and a half miles back to the hotel uh, at night. And it was just, that was fucking horrible. But the worst cold I've ever had, mm-hmm. ever, bar none, Philadelphia, mm, when I went there. Interesting. Single-handedly, it was that freezing feeling on me of why I hate Philadelphia and think it's the it's the worst place I've ever been. A lot of For sure. We'll agree with Do you. Remember that that place time fucking sucks. In Tahoe when the like it was springtime, the water was like all the ice was melting and we were we were like swimming in the lake. Yeah, we did a lot of dumb things. If and there was, was water, just... we were in it. Uh but yeah, like in Philadelphia it was like I didn't I felt like it was illegal for it to be that cold. Somebody should have done something. Somebody should have talked to somebody and yeah. been like, "You know what? There's a curfew." You're not allowed to leave your house here. The government's giving everybody heaters. Yeah. We're just going to, we'll get through this together, guys. 
But instead, they let us run amok in these fucking streets. And in Philadelphia, it's designed like Boston. Like some fucking idiot kindergartner was just like, hey, draw a map of the city. And he was like, here's a bunch of fucking lines. And I'm like, none of this makes sense. There's no grid system at all. So then taxis are like, if you want to get a taxi, you have to cross the street. But to cross the street, you need to freaking freeze to death. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm here it's like right the now. the maze from Westworld. Greg, Fuck the cold. Hi. You grew up in somewhere close to Chicago. Right, the, the burbs. Yeah. There's the, snow there where you grew up? Oh, my God, are you kidding me? It snowed all the time. What? So, you understand that, like, so, backyard wrestling. Yeah. Start taking it. notes, because you need this for the documentary. Okay. The front yard is where we did all the regular shows. Yeah. Your Monday Night Raws or whatever. Yeah. It's <laughs> what you call them, right? And then every... Fourth, when we did four shows, that meant it was time for a, one of the monthly pay-per-views. And so the, the monthly pay-per-views were in the backyard mm-hmm. where we, you know, make things and have like entrances. Like we'd make like actual stages or sets, you know yeah. what I mean, to come out of and stuff. Can I ask? Yes, go ahead. How many people were, would be there to watch this unfold? Was it just the, the people wrestlers. that were wrestling? That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was yeah. never a crowd that you guys had, no, you never no, thought no, to no. invite anyone Once to watch Once in a while, this? our neighbors, my neighbors, would come out and watch from afar to would see they, what these idiots are doing. When they were watching, were they doing this? Oh, yeah. Big time. Just shaking their heads Big back Big time like, shaking their heads. They were not having, they were not part of this. Got it. The front yard, though, because, you know, you usually, we, you know, when it started, it started in the school year or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're wrestling outside in the fall into winter or whatever. And we called it the, the, the arena, the front yard, was called mm-hmm. the BYWF Tundra. Right. Because it would just be out there and it would just, there's not, it, like, trees are just skeletons, of course. The grass, if it's, ne- if it's not covered in snow, the grass is just that dead brown but the dead like light yellow brown where there's yeah. like no color to it and then the wind just whips but you know it's razor the ca- sharp the whole reason it, you, we call it the tundra is because the first time you ever watched the footage back from one of these wrestling when it got really bad it was just <laughs> and us yelling over like just talking or whatever and it's like okay we gotta play this into the the canon of this and we call it the I, I tundra. god you have all those videos still, still do yeah still do. we need to digitize them I, I will i will help you do that thank you very much that we need genius. to do that um so yeah i'm familiar with the cold it's one of the re- like here's the thing about cold and you guys you never bothered you anyway thank you thank you very much i like that one um the Tim, thing about the cold i will let it go the thing about the cold when you grow up in a cold place mm-hmm. is that it's impossible to n- narrow it down what, sure. what is the coldest moments of your life really because there's like it's just how it is. You're used to it. I. It's the thought of going out into the cold that sucks, but you immediately get used to it. You immediately know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like when I was going up to Montreal, Jen's like, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I got there. I was like, this ain't shit. And she's like, it's going to get worse. I'm like, I know it's going to get worse, but don't be warning me at this. This isn't bad at all. Did you just do the thing that Greg Miller does where no matter how cold it is, you wear a sweatshirt? Yeah, that's what you do. Because this is the thing about it. Like, first off, people always freak out about the cold of like, oh, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing that you're so worried about the cold? You go from your car to the, to the restaurant. restaurant to the whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. As a kid, that's when it gets you. That's when because you, you got to learn these lessons. Right. But when I think of the coldest I've ever been, I'm thinking of I'm 10. So we'll say 1993. Maybe I'm seven. So uh, 1990. Somewhere in there. Right. Let's check out. Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, big Greg Miller, the crane operator, wants to get big old Jamie Kennedy uh, this uh, Christmas gift from downtown. So I go, I tag along with him. And we go downtown, we park, and we come up on Michigan Avenue. And I'll never forget this. We come up and we round the corner, and the wind hits me blowing through the streets. And it literally was like a ghost train drove through me and took everything away. Because like all the wind got sucked out of my bo- body. And I, like, I grab my dad, and I'm like, I grab my dad because I'm all small or whatever. <laughs> he's just shaking his head like, God damn it. Yeah, he hates me. This is my son. But like, so there's that. 
And then it's the, yeah, okay, I like you bring up um, sleeping when I, you know, in Missouri when we were in our, the antler house or whatever, which was like a cheap, shitty fucking house that probably is the reason I have cancer, but like wasn't insulated at all, no storm windows or anything. Like we would go, Kyle Hayes would go out and buy that, uh, you know, that pink lining you put in your uh, 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 attic. You know what I'm talking about here? Mm-hmm. The the padded Asbestos, pink lining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he would just line the windows with it and then duct tape that around it. But then like in my, I remember going to bed in the antler house and I would put on two pairs of sweatpants uh, and two hoodies and lay down and sleep in that because that's how bad it was. <laughs> that yeah. so sweaty. Yeah, well, then that's the big thing about it. Well, because you know, it's so cold, it never was. But when you're a kid and you're like, I'm thinking about, like, I'm thinking about cold stories and I'm thinking about like the time me, Eric, and Mike got dropped off at a park and then wandered out around in the snow and ended up pooping in the bushes then too. And then we found, like, we didn't know where we were and we didn't have cell phones. So then we saw Ozzy's Diner, you know what I mean? The county seat. Yeah. We went in there. I knew those people. We had yeah. a phone. We were like all family and friends. But like when you go sledding, when you go whatever, you were like, you're built for that. You're yeah. putting on the snow pants and the thing. I always sweated in that crap because yeah. you're out there. And it's not like I was ever out and then the blizzard caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. This whole thing reminded me of something I can't believe I didn't bring up. Mm. Our story. Boston. Boston. Yeah. AKA the Great Freeze. Oh, God. Well, I literally, I called, there was I multiple moments where I'm like, home. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to die. So me and Nick decide to walk back to the hotel from Pax It wasn't that, well, yeah, we made a poor choice. I think it was based on good information, though, because I think the cab stand was like fucking ridiculous. Cab was long. crazy because Pax East is a fucking nightmare right. and that convention center is stupid. Now, if it had been Pax East, this last time we went, which I believe was later in the year, so there was no snow on the ground. We would have been, been fine. But it wasn't. It was blizzard. The freaking, there's those walls of snow. It's like Game of Thrones with just the walls everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And again, going back to what I was saying, a kindergartner drew the map of this place. So mm-hmm. there's no streets <laughs> that make sense. So in order to navigate, like you need to just walk in these narrow chasms of snow walls. And we're doing this and we're just like, we're totally fine. And it was about two miles away yep. a two mile walk yeah, not that not bad, bad. Not bad but as we, I think we got maybe three blocks in and we're both just like we're gonna die so we should preface uh, light jackets no gloves no no beanies and no this is the thing of cutting back to, we've told this story so many times cutting back to Colin and I Colin's in a windbreaker I'm in a hoodie yeah. and we're fine this is life you guys are totally fine but um, you also taxied and didn't have to walk yeah. in two miles I could have done it though I could have nah, done it no problem you, you couldn't have you would have died you're weak willed you're possible. like me Greg I get it you're one of us and by us, I mean me and you. We are who we are. We do what we do. Uh, but me and Nick went to a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. You saw like 14 beanies. places, right? Yeah, we bought beanies. We bought gloves. We got hot chocolate. At Mo- Nick got a hot chocolate. Yeah. Got, That's yeah. how desperate he was. I was like, because there was no coffee because the guy was closing. I was like, well, what do you have? And he's like, all we have is hot chocolate. And, and we like, stopped at multiple places. And we, we got to a point that we went to like a bus station. Where we were like, like begging them to just let us stay inside for a while because yeah. they kept places were kicking us out because they're like you guys can't just stand it here now you would think you're like why in this technological age would you not just get an uber or go get a taxi and the answer was because they were all over the fucking convention center ubers and they were walled off from these snow walls to them yeah because the snow walls and the taxis were just you can't find them so and then and then but then we did the bravado like man thing where we're like well we've come this far yeah at every point we're like we've come that it can't possibly be farther than this we're doing the walking directions on our phone yeah so then we had to hold our phones yeah it was terrible see that's the thing is yeah Yeah. it's just you know you weren't ready for it you weren't Mm -hmm. you haven't been you haven't been bred you weren't like bane you 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 know chicagoans new york people we were born into this yeah because i think of like when you said this topic i immediately jumped to like for the longest time it was 
I didn't come home until Christmas. And so when I came home to Christmas, we'd go to like the, the second to last Bears game at the end of December. So we're outside Soldier's Fe- Soldier Field with the lake effect snow and the wind whipping through that parking lot, sitting there trying to barbecue and do all this terrible stuff and get wasted. But we're also wearing 15 layers. Right. And we all bought the hand warmer things you break in, you know, yeah, at Walgreens, you open the package, things. you put them in your gloves. I don't understand why people live in a lot of places. Now, I agree with that. I will agree as somebody who has left the Midwest and fled. Mm-hmm. I go back there in the summer and the fucking signs are melting. You go back there in the winter, everybody's dying. I'm like, well, you don't have to be here. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be here. Here's the thing. People complain, San Francisco, it's so expensive, whatever. There's a lot of issues. But guess what? We don't have seasons. There's rain every once in a while. There's like three days it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's a minor annoyance. It's pretty annoying when you it hate happens. That. Those days it's you, were, you are the most annoying human being on the planet. Yeah. But it's not L.A., I don't need to deal with this fucking scorching heat. The small New York. I don't need to deal with the heat. Like New York is probably the worst offender because you got to deal with all types of shit. They're throwing the sun at you. They're throwing the fucking blizzard at you. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to get by guys. You go into the subway, no matter what time of year it is, it's hot as fuck down there. Stink it up a storm. Sure, man. I'm happy. I'm here. We made a good choice, Kev. You guys didn't make any choice. You, you just you stayed. Were born here. Yeah. That was a choice. That was a choice. We didn't leave. We didn't go to Damn. freaking. Oh god, there's so Could've. many stupid ass places. Yeah, I think the only other time I've been that cold is in Tahoe on on like skiing. But I think the only there was one time specifically where we skied two days in a row. And I'm not that great of a skier. Um, and I'm definitely not built to handle the second day in a row. So I was kind of dreading the second day anyway. But I went because we do it every. You know, we don't get to go up there that often. And it was it started to snow. And I'd never skied when it was snowing before because normally I go when it's not snowing or if it's a snow it's a light snow mm-hmm. we're on the lift the lift stops and it's like someone hit the button to make it snow more and it starts coming down and you start getting that weird uncomfortable feeling first off your ass goes numb because you're on the ski lift second off no matter what you do your nose starts running but you can't stop it from running because your glove's wet so as you're rubbing the glove on your nose to try to get it whatever and then it's like the sandpapery wet feeling on your yep. nose then your nose goes numb then your eyes start to water Right then, you get the snowy vagina. Are you familiar with this? No. You look down into your crotch, and it's oh. all white, and it looks like a snowy vagina. Right, and you haven't realized. You're like, how long has that snow been there? Can I feel my dick anymore? I can't feel my dick anymore. When am I getting off this goddamn lift? Um, and then by then, of course, you're so zapped for energy that then you have to ski down the fucking hill, which takes energy. That's when you go to the lodge and get yourself a bloody mary or three, and you don't go back out. But that was that was one of the coldest times I've ever been. Luckily, I was with two other people on the lift, so it was fu- it was fun. But I'm like, this is fucking miserable because you're high up. And then it's that like dead quiet because it's snowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, when yeah. it starts to snow, it gets so quiet. And you can just hear, you can't really see what's going on below below you. But you're so cold and you're shivering. And you hear like your your hands just like clamoring against the, the metal of the cage that, that should be down. But it's not because you're supposed to be fucking cool and not worry about the safety. And then you'll see one kid. You'll just hear a kid eat it and you're like i wonder if that kid's still alive <laughs> maybe he froze to death down there in this fucking frozen wilderness that we're up here and then you get down and it's all fine i um, do love snow but the good thing about being the cold is then after that that day actually turned out of course beautiful it was a fun day but then we go back to where we were staying and it's super warm and there's dogs and we cooked and it was like it was a blast always a blast but i i will say coming from southern california i vastly prefer the hot heat no god no, to, no to the cold every any day of the week hot sucks any day. Hot sucks. I'd rather take... I don't like either of them, but I don't, I'd rather be cold than hot. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Three, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you 
can back us for some money. You can get your topics read. You can get phone calls with us. You can get a bunch of cool stuff. And most importantly, get the show early each and every week. But if you have no bucks to toss, no big deal, you can head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny and get the show broken up topic by topic, day by day, until we post the big thing the following week. Now, as always, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Next week, the return to Colin Moriarty and a very special guest. Oh. Ooh.